Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. Show number 82. Chris? I'm Rich. I'm the Iceman. We're going to be on an athlete soon. What do we do after 100? Uh, we'll cross that <laughs> when we get there. Uh, okay, well, uh, disclaimer, if you don't like football, just we'll see you next week. I'll just throw that out there now. Yeah. Because there's really not much going on in the NBA. I mean, you know, you say Steph Curry comes back, throws up 38. It's really the biggest story in the last week in the NBA. Blake Griffin comes back. Uh, Isaiah Thomas comes back this week. Yeah. I, hockey, not much really going on. No, the the Winter Classic, Rangers, Sabres. Rangers win in overtime. Sabres take a penalty. So that 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 gave Rangers power play, and they took advantage of it. And that's, I mean, like we were discussing pregame, it's the Sabres. <laughs> Ooh. I mean. Uh, speaking of football, though, that's where you're going to get your number 82. He is the one. He is the only Jason Witten. Yeah. Yeah, it's good that you got somebody because I have absolutely nobody for 82. Well, if if you name anybody else who's number eighty two, it's going to be a, a tight end, and it's because of Jason Witten. Uh, well, what Rogers, numbers? What numbers? Tony Gonzalez, eighty eight. Ah, uh, Rogers from Green Bay is eighty two because of Witten. Wilson up in uh, Seattle, eighty two because of Witten. Both tight ends. Yeah. Somewhere, uh, I mean, is, is he going to be a Hall of Famer? Oh God, yeah, he's a he's a Barry Sanders, if you ask me. Seriously, he is the best at that position for, and he's been the best at that position for a very, very long time. Well, you know, after Tony Gonzalez retired. Well, I mean, you can get on the Gronk bandwagon if you want, and I mean, he's a decent tight end. But I mean, is he ever healthy? It's a Tony Gonzalez. Well, Tony Gonzalez, yeah, Antonio Gronk, Gates, Gronk. Gronk isn't going to have the length of career that Jason Witten or Tony Gonzalez had. Correct. He's just too he's just too damn injury prone. Yeah. Every other season he he plays half the season. Yeah. I just I don't see it and Yeah, all of his titles he won because of Brady. <laughs> Not because he actually helped win them. I mean, he's he's good player. You know, I'm sure a lot of teams would love to have him when he's healthy, but... Uh, yeah, if he came... Dude, let's be honest. If he came to the Lions, we'd all be fucking popping... Or me, me and the Iceman would be popping champagne. Like, oh, shit. Grok's a lion. Oh, this is our year. I mean, come on. Let's not... Oh, well, well, just... Let's not downplay the man's abilities. What a, well, it's better than fucking... They gave goddamn Eric Ebron an extension. Why? Did they really? Based on what? Most drops. Yes. He's, he's got a drop clause in his contract. The more, you, the more you drop, the more we pay you. I, yep. I, I have no idea. It makes about as much sense as the Bengals holding on to Marvin Lewis. That's, that, that's another head scratcher from today. <laughs> like he was going to retire. Bengals, were, and two, they put up a losing record. He didn't even. 
you know, some guys talking around the office today, like the only thing Marvin Lewis is good at is making the playoffs. He can't win. He didn't even do that this year. And he got a two-year extension. I mean, are we getting into to Bobby Ross territory? Of what's a guy got to do to get fired around here? I, I I don't know. I mean, unless Cincinnati just took a look around and said, there's really no chance of us getting one of the marquee coaches. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Patricia? Yeah. This is from, from New England. Patricia. He's the big fish out there right now, isn't he? He's pretty much. I mean, the Lions are fucking zoned in on him. They they uh, they interviewed um, their own defensive coordinator, Austin. Jim Bob Cooter. Yeah, just Jim, got interviewed. Well, they I, I Austin was a was a. They interviewed him to get it out of the way to get the Rooney Rule out of the way so they can go ahead and just fucking yeah. get Patricia dead in their sights. And it's the best fit. For the team, for one of the teams that that would want him, I mean, he, he, they have a franchise quarterback. They have an owner who will spend, and I think I think Martha Martha Ford pretty much proved that this is now Quinn's team to make or break because she let him get rid of fucking Caldwell. I mean, and it we just wasn't like, right in this week, didn't we? <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't. It wasn't like, oh, well, we'll see after week seventeen. He coached that game, knowing whether he whether he had wanted to admit it or not. He coached that game, knowing that was his last game as as the Lions head coach. By the way, Caldwell, this is officially this is the end of the stink of Matt Millen. Correct. This is officially the end because Caldwell was hired by uh, what's his nuts, right? Uh, uh, Martin Mayhew, I believe. Oh, you're talking about as far as uh, the f- front office and coaching yeah. staff that taken, have any connection to the yeah, military? It's, it's taken 17 years to shake that motherfucker out. I mean, he was fired in what, 2008? Yeah, but they held on to Mayhew. I mean, and that just, oh, finally. You know, I mean, Iceman, this should be a great day. Man, I I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I really don't. He's got a, you know, uh, there's a, the Lions fans, you know, there's a joke here in Detroit. The most popular people in Detroit sports are the Red Wings backup goalie and the Lions backup quarterback. And the other part of that joke is, you know, the one person who's always on the hot seats, Detroit Lions head coach. There was a lot of people calling in on local sports talk radio who were not happy to, to, to hear that Caldwell was going and were supporting him. And we're like, look, he, I mean, echoing what fucking Ice said last week. Like, what could the, what the fuck could he do? He had a ton of injuries, et cetera, et cetera. He has no running back. The Lions have basically shit the bed with their last two fucking uh, uh, drafts as far as, you know, fifth, sixth, you know, deep later round draft picks. They haven't really drafted anybody who's, who is of note. They passed up how many people to get, uh, what's his face? Um, Who's uh, Galladay? What is it? it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
I mean, they passed up Hunt. There would have been a running game right there. I mean, so, you know, fans are calling in, pointing all this out. And I was like, I'm kind of shocked. Because that is not the usual, that's not the usual drum that gets beat here in Detroit. It is usually, get him out, fuck him, he's a bum. You know what? He can't, he can't win the big game. Because they're fucking hypnotized by his record. Because they're because most people are like the three of us, and they're looking at the fact that he is the. He, if you go by the record, he's the best coach since we've all been drawing oxygen on this planet. He's the best Lions coach. But, I mean, he's crossed that bridge. He's crossed the bridge of getting us to the playoffs. He's crossed the bridge of even though we are in the division with Aaron Rodgers, we are still in the talk for the for. Uh, well, not the division, but making the playoffs, you know, every year. It's not like, hey, and the Lions. Next. You know, like people, you know, they're actually people believe in them, and they're actually contenders, and they've contended for it at times. But, I mean, again, I mean, don't we always talk about there's certain situations where you don't want to be the guy after the guy? You want to be the guy after the guy? Like, that's, I mean, Caldwell was the guy who followed up the, the 0-16 coach. I mean... Well, I, I, you know, uh, you also have Quinn, who obviously wants Patricia here. He knows him for New England, and he wants to instill that New England-type mindset in the Lions. Good, great, yes. And, and, and part of that that comes with it, he had to realize that this, this window wasn't going to be there next season. Because if, if Caldwell comes back, makes the playoffs, gets into a playoff game, wins a playoff game, they're stuck with him. Now, that could be a good thing, but if he doesn't have forward progress in the year after next, who are they looking at now? I mean, the names that were being thrown around by the people who, who did want Caldwell gone were absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and I mean... I mean Just talking- playing the Benny Hill theme? Is it that kind of ridiculous? It's the same old fucking names, man. It's okay. Well, let's get Cower. Really? How about really? Gruden? He's been retired for ten. Although, but fucking John Gruden's gonna be. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to. We'll get to that. But you know, how about Gruden? Or well, hey, couldn't we get um, uh, uh, Harbaugh from Michigan? Jesus, you know, yeah, I heard that one. They're not. They're not happy with him. Oh my god! You know, and I'm oh, just like, I'm like, you had. Look, Cower was a good coach. Cower hasn't been around the game in a decade. All right? I mean, I'm not talking in the booth around the game. I'm talking in the locker room. He hasn't been there in over a decade. And there's no indication that he wants to come back. None whatsoever. And I've been hearing the same thing every fucking time. they get t- Since Rod Marinelli went 0-fucking-16, they have been, when he got fired, Bill Cower. When Schwartz got fired, Bill Cower. And now that Caldwell's fired, Bill Cower. Really? Guys, he, it ain't going to happen. It's just not going to fucking happen. All right? And Gruden, that situation is a completely out-of-left-field situation. I mean, when we get to it, it you know, we'll, we'll talk about everything. That, I mean, Oakland's basically throwing him everything but the fucking kitchen sink. Trying to get him to come out there. I bet there's a white woman on his rider somewhere. I mean, seriously, it's it's reminiscent of it's it 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 really is reminiscent of the deal that got him in Tampa Bay, where Warren Sapp goes, 
is there a herd of elephants that come with you? Do you come with your own offensive line or something? It, you're just this short little guy who's in People Magazine's 50 Most Beautiful People. And we're giving up first-round draft picks for you? I mean, you know, it, it, that is, it, it is the opposite of what happened with Oakland and Tampa Bay. So it's just... I, I just, when I think of Detroit, I, I, I have to use caution, guys. I just have to get this in there. Yeah, Matt Patricia is a great defensive coordinator. Okay, but it's like I said on the very first show I did on Sporgy, it's the system. Okay, but yes, it's, but it's the culture that's going to come with Matt Patricia that I'm pretty geeked about. I, I'm geeked about it too, but it. Uh, okay, just culture, hear me out. Culture of winning. Just hear me out on this. You don't. You can't take. The, the best player or the best, you know, part of a team, be it the player, the coach, the fans, whatever the fuck it is, transplant it to your team and say, there, now we're going to win. It just doesn't work that way. No, but it's, he's going to, but it's going to be a guy who's going to come in. He's going to install the culture, the system. You know, it, it, granted, this is going to be a lot of fucking garbage that's going to be needed to be taken out. You know, I'm just, so. I'm, I'm saying, like, Next year, I'm not looking at, okay, we got a playoff run ha- happening. I-, I don't feel that. I just don't. I-, I think there's a lot of changing around that he has to do if he wants that culture in Detroit. Oh, yeah. It ain't going to be overnight. I think the the worst, the absolute worst fucking thing that can happen for the Lions is they don't get Patricia. This is, this is Matt Patricia or bust, period. Because... This is your this is your get off the porch moment. That old cliche you want to run with the big dogs. This is this is are you gonna get off the porch or are you just gonna stay on the fucking porch, Detroit? What are you gonna do? Well now you have to go get him. You, you got rid of Caldwell. There isn't anybody that you would want other than Caldwell or, or Patricia at this point. And there's been a lot. I mean a lot of vacancies this year. Uh yeah. I, I was keeping a running list, the six, because you, you got to count McAdoo, right? Oh, you got to. Starting week 13, six. I mean, they didn't even give a fuck. It was Happy New Year. You're fired. couple guys, it didn't, they didn't wait till New Year's. I mean, the running list I have, uh, oh, crap. That's right. Work started today. Stand by. Uh, Chuck Pagano. Jack Del Rio, Jim Caldwell, John Fox, Bruce Arians, quote, retired, unquote, you know, and then you know, McAdoo. I was about to, you know, we are talking about going to pencil in Marvin Lewis, but he apparently did good enough, just good enough to not get fired again. Well, keep your pencil out because O'Brien is still on the fence in Texas. If he doesn't get the contract done... Easy. <clears throat> well, I mean, here's the thing with the Lions. Jim Bob Cooter, obviously, they don't feel is head coaching material, at least at this moment. Because they, Jim they Bob have Cooter them. isn't even offensive coordinator material. Oh, shots fired by the Iceman. Shots well, fired? I- Are you kidding me? Obviously, the Lions. Obviously, the Lions front office feel differently because they're talking about keeping him. Look who you're talking about, dude. Like I give two shits what the Lions front office feels. 
They they've lost the pulse of football fucking way before William Ford died. I dude, you're indicting the Lions. I look, dude, I've had enough. This season, fourteen and two. This is an indictment, Mister Fourteen and Two. They took a fourteen and two season and fucked it up completely. Absolutely, completely. I don't care. They had some fucking injuries and shit. Okay, your star defense. Yeah, it had problems, but your offense had none. You lost a couple of linemen. You still had all your receivers. You had your fucking running backs that you put so much fucking faith in. You know, since the Lions front office feels so strongly about their running, they didn't draft a fucking running back until late. And Green, hey, I'm, I'm kind of impressed by what I saw by him. But we saw it at the end of the season with games that didn't matter. We didn't see it in the beginning where it should have counted. Could have counted. So when I came when I came on here and said it is over for the Lions, it was over then, and I'm done. It, it, I'm going to stay a fan until the day I die. But if they want me to get positive about them, you best fucking believe you better give me something to be positive about. Firing the most winning coach we've had in my lifetime is not something I'm going to be positive about. I don't care if if you, you go get Bill Belichick, and I still wouldn't give a shit. But I think the message you're trying to send is playoffs are bust. No, no, it's finishing not over five. Because, because I, I, I kind of agree with that finishing over five hundred should not be the bar. Because that's all I, they no, did. No, no, my bar. Nine dude, and seven. My bar. If you don't make it to the fucking Super Bowl, I'm fucking done, son. We are one of the original teams we may need to of have, the NF fucking L, we, we may, and we have never saw the show. We may need to have a talk, Iceman. You may need, you may be out of football team. You might need to find someone else. To I, I might need to. Hey, I'm in the middle of fuck all, dude. I can pick any team I want as my fucking favorite team. Look, I agree with you, man. I, that should be the same way I feel about the Bucks. I cannot believe they're bringing Dirk Cutter back, but they are. But I, I, and I'm like, for what? This is a step backward. It's forward progress or bust. What about period? Crying Jameis. Well, I mean, what, whatever. That's if we want, we can get to that later. But this is one. This isn't just because we're three guys from Detroit talking about the Lions. This is if Gruden wasn't in the mix to go to Oakland. This would be the story of the teams that aren't still in the that aren't still playing. Yep. Yeah. Bottom line. Thing though. Detroit Lions have had the best of many spots in his NFL history. We in this you can argue me all day, it's not gonna change my mind. Barry Sanders is the best running back of all fucking time. Okay, not because he won playoffs, uh, not because this okay. man this man could outdance eleven other play, players and get to the end zone. He did it without a fucking line. He did it without a receiver. He definitely did it without a fucking quarterback. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, now, hang on. Cause and? I'm keep going. Okay. And we had the best receiver yes, in the NFL. We've had one of the best linebackers in the NFL. We've had one of the best safeties in the NFL. We've had an elite, most paid fucking quarterback currently in the NFL. So it's not the players or the talent. It's somebody there to get them fucking organized, get the plays right, get them going, and make shit happen. Now, I don't care if it's Martha Ford. I don't care if that's Quinn. I don't care if it's Matt Patricia. I, I don't care who the fuck it is. But taking a, a coach that with a winning with a winning record 
and firing him and saying he's the problem? Okay, prove it. You want to bring in your guy, Matt Patricia? Patricia for fucking New England? Okay, cool. Do it. Hey, how about you had the division gift wrapped for you last year and you blew it? We had this we fucking were in the division wrapped this year. We No, because of... Uh, no, because the Vikings were pretty oh, much no, shit. no, 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 Bob, no, 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 hold it, Iceman. While I'm shitting on what you're saying, I am going to agree with you at the same time. We didn't have the vision wrapped up. We had the playoffs gift wrapped for us this year, and we fucking blew it. No, Mm-mm. we had the division wrapped for us this oh, year. Okay. The point is, the front office feels that Caldwell. Could not get him over the hump. And they felt their time to make a move for a coach that could get him over the hump, not just make the playoffs, win in the playoffs, is now. Now, if this is just a, a yet another in a long line of clusterfuck moves by this front office, we'll know by this time next year. True. If we're sitting here talking about a, a sub-500 Lions team next year or a Lions team who just missed the playoffs next year, I, I got to think... I got to think Bob Quinn's got some fire up under his ass. I'm period. I give it two years. I got to give it two years. Like I just said, Matt Patricia, whoever else you bring in, they have a lot of shit to do. You got talent. You got people in the right spot on the field, but you, you've got a lot to turn around. And I don't know that they're going to do it in a year. I'll be to happy them- as shit. I'll be happier to dog with two Peters. If they turn it around in a year, <laughs> to me, I don't to think me- they will. The fact that they're willing to bring him in, but they're wanting to keep Austin and Cooter tells me they think they have the right X's and O people. They just need the fucking head coach. That's what that tells me. And basically, if they bring in Matt Patricia, a defensive coordinator, a defensive-minded coach, they're basically handing the offense to Jim Bob Cooter, period. I mean, that's, that's just all there is to it. It's his offense. And it, it, he, it's, it's, is, it, is it a bold move? Yeah. And you can argue that fortune favors the brave, but, <laughs> you know. Hey, I mean, can we bring up something about Jim Caldwell that everyone not likes to not talk about? He had Peyton Manning in his prime and couldn't win a Super Bowl. That's true. I mean, yeah, and, you, and, yeah, and that, was the, that was the slam against Tony Dungy when he went to, when he went to, to uh, Indiana, uh, Indiana uh, the Colts, excuse me. <laughs> I'm not even okay, going to try to say it. I'm fucking long, long day. But anyways, uh, yeah, and and that was the slam against him. He was. You had the 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 quarterback who couldn't win the big game and the coach who couldn't win the big game because Manny never won a national championship in college, and they didn't win the big game together. And how many times was I? Mean, I think if Manning wasn't playing opposite the Belichick, Brady, Patriots, we would not even, if, if for whatever reason, for whatever reason, that, that those two didn't get together, or Belichick stayed in Cleveland, and Brady just was a fucking backup who rode the bench and is now retired and hardly ever got you know any starts, we would be talking about Peyton Manning probably being the greatest of all time with probably three, four Super Bowl wins. I mean, he's got four Super Bowl appearances and two wins with two separate teams. And, I mean, granted, that last one, yeah, he didn't do shit to fucking win it. He was basically a game manager out there. But that doesn't fucking matter 
in the history books. It doesn't matter when they hand out the fucking Super Bowl rings. Does the, the Super Bowl rings don't give a fuck about if you deserve to be on that team and deserve to win that Super Bowl. Did you win that Super Bowl? Then you get a ring. Period. Bottom line. All there is to it. The end. I mean, so I, it. <sighs> I think I think Lions fans are afraid that they're losing. The, yes, b- by the numbers, the best coach they've seen, unless you're fucking really old, going back to like, you know, 57, and we're old enough to remember them winning the championship in 57. But, I mean, that's just, that's the problem. That's a problem we have here in Detroit, period. We hold on to to to, to coaches and players and stadiums, and I don't understand it. Like, we hold on to it more than yeah. anything. G- granted, okay. Brandon Inge. It, Brandon. Looking at you. Brandon Inge. Uh, you know, I mean, there was, oh, my God. Oh, what's his name? Oh, we talking about Lions? Dominic Rayola, looking at you. The shit storm oh. that happened when they got rid of Jack Demers if, uh, 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 from, the, from the Red Wings. I mean, he was their coach. And everyone was like, well, if he, if he didn't run up against that, at that late 80s Edmonton team, They'd have been in the cups, you know, the, the, a couple cup finals. Yeah, well, you know what? They did though. That's the problem. You got to play who you, who you who you play. You don't get to fucking go. Okay, well, hold on a sec. We don't want to play that team because that's the only team that can beat us. You have to play that fucking team. Yes, championship was going through Edmonton in the late eighties. I mean, it, and it's just it's I, it's either it's either it's two extremes. You either have the people who are like. Case in point, after the 95 finals, where the Wings got swept by the Devils, you had people who wanted fucking Steve Eiserman gone. There was a trade on the table to send him to the fucking Senators. I mean, all that had to happen was put pen to paper, and he would have been a Senator. And we'd have had Daniel Alfredson. That was the trade. Man, would that have altered hockey history like a motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, so it's it, it, it's... This is this is the nature of Detroit sports people. Here's the thing: two years from now, if the if the Lions are sitting in the NFC Championship game, we're talking about a repeat. Two years from now, no, no, no. I'm talking just they make it to the NFC Championship game. I'm not talking Iceman's ultimate wet dream. If we're sitting here talking repeat two years from now, I'm just saying it. If they're in the NFC Championship game in the next two years, you're going to have a lot of Lions fans walking around going, I never said keep Jim Caldwell. <laughs> it's, it's, it, I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Because for whatever reason, this area does not respect coaches that they should give respect to. Fucking well, Lloyd well, Carr. That's Lloyd totally Carr. true. Lloyd Carr won a fucking national championship, and all Michigan fans could talk about was Bo. Yeah. Bo was two coaches before Lloyd Carr. That was insane to me. <laughs> that was insane. Scotty Bowman. Everybody loves that man. But Scotty Bowman, see, that's the one coach they brought in that it was like, if you got a problem with Scotty Bowman, you shut who, the fuck up. Yeah. You're just, you just don't know the sport. That man coached the best team in the history of. Of the NHL, I think it's the 76-77 Canadians. More wins, less losses, best winning percentage, and won the cup. I like people been like, hey, we brought in Don Shula when we were little kids. <laughs> Chuck Daly. Yeah. Just saying. Daddy Rich. 
Look at it this way, though. You know, for everyone who's all butthurt over Caldwell, you know, you know, Schwartz had to rehab the team. Like, literally. Like, he, had to rehab the, he just had to rehab the team in general. You know, Jim's going to... You look at it as Jim has rehabbed our rep. You know, when they bring up the NFC Central every year, the Lions are in the talk for the playoffs. All right? So now we, we're going to need... We, you know, there's always the guy that can... They can get you where get you set up, but can't get you where you need to go. Someone else has got to get you there, and that's just what you, Jim Caldwell's a setup guy. You know, we've we've talked a couple of times, and I remember saying this on this show. Everybody says that a defense wins championship. Well, that's true. However, speaking of de- defense, Manning's both of them, Peyton and Eli, they have two championships won by defense. I digress. It takes the perfect storm. It takes the right coach, the right players at the right time. It, it happens everywhere. Everywhere that you see a championship won, like a dynasty type thing. Um, Michael Jordan and the Bulls. When him and, and uh, Jackson united, that was a dynasty. Uh, New York Yankees, uh, they did it with Joe, right? What's his name? Joe Torrey. Yeah. Joe Torrey. So whenever you see like a big dynasty formed where the championship after championship, uh, you know, Belichick and the Patriots, you know, it takes a perfect storm of not just the right coach. You have to have the right players, the right coach at the right time. Even with Tampa Bay, Rich, it had the right players. They got Gruden at the right time. Boom. Done. Oh, I say, excuse me. I say flat out, that was perfect timing for him because they played his former team who still were running the same fucking offensive playbook that he wrote. I mean, how the you don't get much more lucky than that. Oh, breaking news. Uh, This is not Iceman's breaking news. Uh, Rich Rod's gotten fired at uh, Arizona amid sexual harassment investigation. Oh, Jesus. You know, the only thing I can say about that is, thank the fuck Christ he ain't at Michigan. He didn't have any success, and he still ain't here. Because I don't... I uh, That would get ugly. If he was a successful coach at Michigan who, you know, 2008 until now, and was had them in the hunt for the fucking... You know, had them win a couple Big Ten championships, had them in the hunt for the national championship, you would see damn near fucking riots with Michigan fans for getting rid of them. I don't care. They're going to have to be like, it's going to it's going to be like the Dave Chappelle skit. I'm going to need video of it with his grandmother holding up his birth certificate and his, and his Social Security card. And I want to see proof that he sexually harassed someone before we get rid of this coach. So, once again... Bullet dodged, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I'm of course I'm waiting for it for Jesus and khakis because the motherfucker runs around without his shirt on more than Matthew McConaughey. He <laughs> know he's got some padded ass in his back fucking in his closet. You know he's done it. Probably they're just too fucking scared of his fucking half crazy ass to say anything. So any, okay, anyways, so, I, I so, so okay. From I what just, I'm reading is nothing. Ha- is it wasn't over a sexual? It, it was. It was Nice wording, ESPN, because it says it was amid a sexual harassment claim. 
the claim wasn't going anywhere. The woman wasn't cooperating. Uh, but Arizona Athletics say they did become aware of information, both before and during the investigation, which caused it to be concerned with the direction and climate of the football program. So, well, th- this is this is what I'm saying. With the climate on college campuses these days. Is he yelling at him? Is he making him feel bad? Telling him to I mean, run some more? All I'm saying is the climate on college campuses these days with the students running the, pl- the campuses, telling uh, professors, deans of education to stand there, put their hands down, don't you dare lift your hand up while you're talking to me, and getting in their face, threatening them. I mean, ha- having professors who have to have armed escorts to the bathroom because there's people saying that we're going to catch you in the hallway in the bathroom and kill you. Because you're a white supremacist, just because they're white. I mean, you you can't you can't not fire anybody who gets that accusation level at them at this point. Congratulations, it is now a witch hunt. When there's you're telling me the person who who made the accusation against him isn't cooperating with the investigation, and they still let him go. Yes, it's a witch hunt. It, 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 it's it's a witch hunt. It's a witch hunt. It is that we've now gotten into we're past. Due process even being a consideration. I mean, how? Whatever. I, 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 I. It's according to CBS Sports. If if that if that is a factual report, I just don't have the energy. It is. I, I just no no. What I'm saying is, if the if the facts are being reported properly, I just don't have the energy to get into it, dude. I because I I'm I'm just over this shit. I mean. It, I have no sympathy for anyone who fucking sexually you know assaults somebody rape somebody but we've covered it on on unregimented we've covered it on this show to a certain extent the bar is so low hey how you doing i was sexually harassed boom that's your job your job's (laughs) you're done with you're done where you're working well it's how you how you doing has become how you doing well do you remember (laughs) the the cat call video from a few years ago the infamous you know you know most of the quote-unquote cat calls were guys going hey how you doing today Mm mm-hmm yeah, the one where they they had a woman walk around the streets in New York for ten hours, edited what five minutes of footage mm-hmm. out of a ten hour fucking her ten hours of her walking around. And what I love that no one brought up because all these SJWs are obsessed with race. As long as it's we can paint white people in a bad light, but they never brought up the fact. That 90% of the people who were going beyond, hey, how you doing today? Or, hey, beautiful. Or, hey, why don't you give me a smile? The ones that were fucking following her and, hey, mob, what's up? Holler at me. Come on. What's up, baby? And all this shit were, oh, my God, people of color. But then it never got brought up. No, because this one was your penis is bad. That's what this theme of that video was. Is your penis is making you a bad boy. I mean, it it transcends race. Ten hours in New York City. Cock's cock. We could walk around ten hours in New York City and and, and edit together footage of ten fucking hours of walking around you, in New York. You go to Chelsea. And we could No. And we could and we could fucking edit together five minutes of footage to make New York look fucking horrible. Oh, People yeah. pissing and shitting on the street. Crazies that are fucking oh, running around talking. Do, do all that before you leave the airport. Walk. Make sure to walk past the fucking black Israelites, and they'll tell you how they want to kill you because you're white. I mean, we, I, dude, it, it's not hard. That's what I'm saying. It, this is this is 
All that before you leave LaGuardia. You know, I it, sometimes I'm just like, can we drop all the nukes right now? <laughs> uh, can we just scrub the nukes? Can, we just need to scrub the earth of human beings because we're just we are what Bill Hicks said we are. We're a virus with shoes. We have fucked everything up so bad to where now you can't even fucking you can't even have a normal interaction because somebody's going to fucking somebody even if the per, even if the chick that you're fucking tr- asking out doesn't get offended somebody will will overhear what you're saying and get offended for her and report you and that's it a report's as good as fucking hardcore concrete evidence and a conviction and then you wonder why people go quote postal no i don't wonder i don't wonder and i well, i not don't you wonder. but other people <clears throat> you I don't know why wonder. I don't wonder why fucking marriage rates are plummeting. I don't wonder why pornography is now a bigger business than any sport, than Hollywood, Bollywood combined, than music, all that shit, television. I don't, I don't wonder any of that. Because what the fuck? Why would I put up with this shit? Why would I risk everything I work for when I can just go home jerk the fuck off, turn on the TV, watch what I want to watch, and not have to worry about, she don't like the way I part my hair and I live in a no-fault divorce state. She's going to take me for half of what I got. And if we got kids, you can add another 20% of what I have for the next 18 to 21 years, depending on what state you're in, on top of the half that she's going to take. No, I'm not, I don't wonder why anymore. Feel good show, everybody. Well, I mean, dude, dude, seriously. I, and, and the bitch of it is, you're not even safe if you're gay. I know, right? You're not ask, even safe if you're gay. Ask Kevin Spacey about that. I mean, it, 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 it's just, I, whatever. I, I, I just, I, I don't have the energy to get into it. Let's, let's try to keep it on sports. Like, sports. sports, yeah. Because I, I just, I, I don't have that much blood pressure medication. I don't have the energy. And I, I, I'll fucking, I'll stroke out how halfway through the conversation. <laughs> All right. All right. So, back, back to my point, though. That, that's just it, actually, is you need the right coach with the right players at the right time. If you don't have that, you're not going to win. It has been proven time and time and time again. For instance, Joe Montana, San Francisco 49ers, had the wrong coach. Didn't win anything. Got the right coach. Won. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Hey, how you doing? Went to Kansas City. Didn't win a goddamn thing. Uh, Same thing, uh, Brett Favre. Went to Green Bay. Got the right coach. Him and Holgram. Super Bowl. How you doing? Went everywhere, everywhere else. Didn't win a damn thing. I, I mean, I could do this all day. Michael Jordan, the goat of basketball. Got to fucking Chicago. Didn't win anything. Yeah, got he, Jackson. Didn't won do, six. Didn't do dick, but losing the playoffs with Doug Collins as soon as he yeah, as soon as he hooked up with Phil Jackson. Right, but then went over to the Wizards and it went a goddamn thing. Then went over to the Wizards and looked painfully average. Yeah. He didn't even look like Jordan anymore. Right. So I mean it I, I'm I'm skeptical. I, I, I don't say that Caldwell was the the answer, but I'm not saying that Patricia is the answer. 
it's got to be the right coach to the right players at the right time. And Detroit's never, ever, ever had that formula. We've had the right players. I just went over this. We've had the right coach. Jim Caldwell, you know, best coach we've had since I've been alive. But we've never had the right coach with the right players at the right time. Well, I'm going to tell you this. If they get Patricia, if they keep the, the, the coaching staff they want, that Bob Quinn wants, and they go in and draft a running back that gives them a running game, that gives them more than just a one-dimensional offense, and they still don't do anything, I'm going to have to move because I can't. (laughs) You fuckers are the most cock-sucking, motherfucking, faggot-ass, annoying fan base. Because you... You, you're idiots. You're all fucking idiots. All Lions fans are fucking retards. Hey. Because, no, bullshit. It's the truth. Every fucking year I hear the same shit. And then three fucking four weeks into the season, well, fuck it. It's over with already. Fire everybody. We suck. It's a broken record. It's a tired bit. I'm tired of it. And I don't want to hear it no more. I want you to win just so you shut up. But here's How the, the fuck do you think we feel? I, I, I don't think you fuckers would be happy with a Super Bowl championship because you're more happy when you're miserable. <laughs> yeah, can't, can't complain. <laughs> oh, this is boring. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. What, did they lose? No, they fucking won. Fuck am I going to talk about oh, it? No, <laughs> I mean, it's... It, oh, my God. It's... It reminds me of Red Wings fans until they won their first cup in the 90s. I mean, every fucking year, it was the same jokes, just different players. How do you keep the Red Wings from scoring? Give Keith Primo a breakaway. Hey, Mike Vernon blew it in the playoffs so bad, he jumped off a fucking uh, an overpass trying to get hit by a truck on 96, and the truck went between his legs. I mean, just, <laughs> just the same fucking shit. Yeah, but even after he won the cup, they still wanted him gone. <laughs> they got rid of his ass. And then Osgood won a cup. But it's just, oh, God. I mean, dude, seriously, Lions fans are the most, like, I don't know. I don't, Cleveland fans, uh, maybe, maybe I are up there. I don't know. I haven't spent enough time in Cleveland. But, I mean, like, Which, like look, at the, look at the Bills fans. Them fuckers are celebrating like they won the Super Bowl because they made the playoffs. Yeah. Hey, how about motherfucking Lions fans made the playoffs three out of four years under Caldwell? Am I correct? Is that right? Correct. Yeah. And every fucking year it was, well, how are we going to blow it in the first round? I mean, dude, that year that you you guys drew fucking the Saints in the first round. Where the, that game where the Saints never punted? That That game that was over by the first quarter? That game? I mean, I don't. Every Lions fan I knew was like, "Well, this is exactly what I expected," and it's like you were wallowing in it. You were happy. Well, give me that Lions butter, even though it's expired, and I'm gonna smell like fucking five week old open asshole. Oh, here, okay. I mean, wallowing this butter. I mean, I just, I want you to win just so you shut up. But I'm afraid you won't. I'm afraid it's like. You're like, you're like Eve in the Garden of Eden when Adam's like, isn't this wonderful? We'll never age. We'll never die. Every wish and fantasy we have is fulfilled the minute we think it. Isn't this great? And Eve just looked at him and said, yeah, it's just not enough, is it? That's how you fucking are as Lions fans. 
win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but we should. They scored a touchdown. We should have shut him out. Blah blah blah. Our, our defensive coordinator <laughs> sucks. We need to fuck fire him. So what? Yeah. Well, yeah, but but it. it, it it, it, I swear to God, I swear, if for whatever reason they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but the run game didn't show up. Exactly. Exactly. We didn't get any, we didn't get any rushing touchdowns. This is bullshit, be, man. I'd be, I'd, be one, I'd be one of those guys, too. <laughs> Wait, this is why, this is why when we talk football, you and Ice, you and fucking Chris argue so much because you're exactly the same. You're happy being miserable because you grew up as Lions fans in Detroit. Oh, hell, hell, uh-uh. You can say what you want about Lions fans and all that, but I am nothing like Chris. Yes, I you are because you both oh, are. Fuck both that, dude. Are hard-headed and will not fucking and take the contract. You're, you're contrarians for the sake of it at times. Oh, hell no. Seriously. He goes off the stat sheet. He goes off a piece of paper. I watched <laughs> the game. <laughs> Oh, well, anyways, I, all I'm saying is this, the Lions feel this is their fucking shot to get the coach they want to, to, to try to install the type of culture they have at, at in New England here in Detroit. Oh, for love of God, I, do it. If, if this is a fucking swing and a miss with Patricia, who the fuck do they go after? Yeah. Cause, uh, guess what? There's a lot of openings and a lot better t- and a lot better destinations. Way better. You know, that article that I sent you guys. Basically, was was making claims that I don't know many Lions fans would make, which is they got the quarterback, they got the GM, and they got the ownership. Because what you need is an owner who's willing to spend, who's hands off and patient. You need a GM who comes from a winning pedigree, and you need a fucking franchise quarterback. And the Lions have all of that. And ding, I know. Ding, ding. I know if you put if you put that on local sports talk, people call in. Calling Martha Martha Ford a dried old up old cunt, fuck that old bitch. People would say Bob Quinn is a fucking he's a bust. His drafts have sucked. People would call up and say fucking Stafford's not a franchise quarterback. He's an overpaid hack who just pats his stat his stats in the fourth quarter when it doesn't mean anything, etc. etc. His five and a million record against winning fucking teams. I mean, it, it, it so. Obviously, the national fucking press sees something in the Lions that the the local fans, the, the Lions fans and the local press don't. And for, for your own mental health, Lions fans, please start listening to the national press. Turn off 97.1. Tell Mike Valeni to go suck a big green cock and stick to fucking college football. I mean, seriously. Just... Tell him to keep talking about how much he's not going to talk about Michigan. Because that's Mike Valeni's whole stick at this point. Anytime the Lions call, uh, come up and, and the fans call in, he's just trolling you at this point. And it's, it's, it's really tiresome. So the, the best thing that can happen to Detroit sports radio is if that fucking Goomba greaser got fucking hired someplace in New York, took his ass back to New York where he wants to be anyways. But that's not going to happen anytime I'll, soon. We'll cross him off the potential guest list. <laughs> oh, he wasn't coming. He wasn't coming out here anyways because oh, he, he can't do this. Click. Yeah. He can't hang up in the middle of fucking us calling him out on his bullshit. And that's his whole shtick now. Like he's he really has nothing to guys outside of the Lions and Michigan State basketball and the Spartans 
and I agree with him on this, unfairly being overshadowed by Michigan at this point, just because of who Michigan's head coach is, there's nothing to talk about in Detroit sports. The Tigers suck. The Pistons, come the fuck on. They, they, it, they started off hot, and they came back crashing down to earth with a thud. The Red Wings, I... I you interested in 500 hockey? Nobody I, is. I, I mean, yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that, that, that... Basically, if it wasn't for the fact that they have the pedigree they've had with a generation of hockey fans... They wouldn't even get brought up. It, they would be like the Pistons. I mean, the, you, and, and here's the bitch of it. The Pistons have won only one less championship than the Red Wings in the last 30 years. But the Pistons are constantly a fucking afterthought. They're one Robert Horry shot away from having just as many fucking championships. But, so, I mean, the Lions, it, everything's, everything better fucking work out for their sake. That's all I'm saying. They better get the coach they want. They better install the fucking if they're if they're going to stick with their offensive and defensive coordinators they have, they better fucking make it work. And if they're gonna replace them, they better bring in the right people. Because if I we're sitting talking to the Lions team next year at this time, it's I Bob Quinn ain't gonna be able to fucking get a cup of coffee in this town without someone trying to kill him. I, I guess to sum up my feelings about the Lions, coach, players, all of them, I I have lost complete faith in that team. Come on, fourteen and two. No, dude, seriously. They went from 14-2 and two to not even in the playoffs. They, We were talking before about having their division wrapped. This was gift-wrapped. This was fucking gift-wrapped. This is you what I'm saying. Rodgers for the whole season. Fucking okay. don't hand me the Vikings. The Vikings lost two quarterbacks and their starting tailback for the season. They're doing this with uh, who, who's, who's their running back? Who's the Vikings running back? Uh, Jared McKinnon. Are you sure? Jarek. See? You don't even know who he is. It's Dalvin Cook, but he's injured. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, it's Jarek McKinnon. It's in Latavius Murray. It's kind of those two tag team in it. So this division was all types of wrapped up. Chicago was a non-factor in the offseason. They, they hired more quarterbacks than they had fans. Wait. And as soon as Aaron Rodgers went out, done, son. <laughs> This was Lions. You faced, and I said it time and again when I predicted 14-2, and two, you faced no big roadblocks. You got two games that are like, ooh, and that was the Falcons and the fucking uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. That was it. But they found a way to be fucking Lions. Well, okay, that, I'm on that bandwagon now. The Lions will always be the fucking Lions. Prove me wrong. We Bring bitches. in Matt Patricia. You know, draft who you're going to draft. Play who you're going to play. Show me that you're going to be somebody different. I'm tired of sitting here feeling like a fucking idiot going, oh, it's the Lions year. Oh, it's the Lions year. Fuck. You know, Rich, you said it's it's the fans and we'll never be happy with the win or this or that. Fucking, it's the players, bro. They'll never be fucking ready to win. Ever. Oh, we had the best running back, but we had no quarterback. Oh, well, we have a quarterback. We got no running back. Well, we have a good receiver. Well, we have the best defense, but we have no offense. It's the it's the fucking players, bro. Well, we got the offense and the defense, and hell, we got a hell of a coach. We got all the things in the right places. Oh, but the schedule sucks. The fuck? Oh, everything's in the right places. We got the coach, got the players, got the fans. We're all ready to go. Look at the schedule. Clear sailing, baby. Oh, injuries. The fuck, man? It's not the fans, Rich. It's the players. They'll never be ready to win. Ever. They're ready to sit there and pretend like they're ready to win. 
collect their fucking millions and millions and millions of fucking dollars. Do you realize that the Lions, the, the Bears, the fucking uh, Cleveland Browns, they completely suck total ass, but get paid millions upon millions of dollars to do so? If, if I'll guarantee you, if Chris sucked as bad as any of the teams I just mentioned, he would have been replaced years ago. But not us. No, no. They still get to pay, get, collect their paycheck. Hey, let's stop wallowing in the line. It's, it, it's, it's going to play out, man. I saw a little notification earlier today. It's Matt Patricia and some other guy are like the final two candidates. So, obviously, we hope it plays out how that's going to play out. But let's, we talked about it a little, we alluded to it a little bit earlier. Let's talk about what's going on in Oakland. Oh. The Raiders, man. Jack Del Rio. Bye bye. You can go coach it. What? Can, can we also, there's the elephant in the room. I think for the last two days, maybe I don't listen to enough sports talk or watch enough of the sports on, on TV, but how is the Browns coach still employed? No shit. He's what? One out of 32? One in 32. He's one in 32. And he said no other coach could have fucking did what he's did as the Browns head coach. And I'm like, lose all but one game? Like, wasn't Rod Marinelli fired by, like, the next morning after he went 0-16? Like, it wasn't even another day or two? It was next... Hey, 9 a.m. press conference, because he's fucking fired. I... I don't know what the fuck's going on in Cleveland. I don't know what the fuck's going on in the state of Ohio as far as professional football. Yeah. Because it's not just Cleveland, it's Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about a fucking coach who cannot get them over the hump and win a fucking playoff game. That Period. That's fucking... Uh, uh, God damn it, I just forgot his name. Marvin Lewis. <laughs> Thank you. I almost said Harrison, Marvin Harrison. I'm like, no, that's a retired fucking <laughs> wide receiver. But no, I mean... It, yeah. uh, I, I have no idea what's going on, and like I said, from everything I've gathered, Cleveland fans are just as miserable of a lot as fucking Detroit Lions fans, so I can't imagine. I, I might actually seek out their local sports talk podcast of their, of their you know, their, their sports talk radio and just skim it just to hear what the fuck the fans are saying. Because I can't believe it's not on the verge of rioting down here. Like, just hours of people yelling into a phone. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm sure they're ready to rip down the stadium, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is yeah. right next to the stadium, the NASA building, which is right next yeah. to, in between the two. I mean, they're probably ready just to fucking just burn the place down. And here's the bitch of it. You wouldn't really notice that much of a difference. Cleveland's kind of like, you know, Detroit's, you know, sister city. <laughs> as far as, was this the Rimshot show? As far as fucking, I mean, just like, you just, oh, there's a little area as nice. And then you leave that area and you're like, oh, there ain't. Oh, this is fucking good. This is, this is lock your doors, roll your windows up. Stop signs are optional. You know, I mean, don't it, stop at the stop sign. It's Rust Belt, man. It's Rust Belt town. It's like Pittsburgh. Buffalo's kind of like that too. At least when I was up there. But Buffalo has a lot, just a lot of just abandoned shit. Well, yeah, because you got all these places where the factories used to be. Yep. Yeah. So there's just a lot of huge empty buildings with busted out windows and shit that look like you know something out of a horror movie. But no, I. What the fuck, Cleveland's thinking with their head coach? I have no idea. 
I, I, I can't imagine he's got any type of leash for next season. I mean, if he starts, what, 0-3, 0-4, it's got to be it, right? I mean, it has to be it. Lose the first game. Bye-bye. Well, they did, you know, they did replace their GM, so they're heading somewhere. Further into the abyss. But uh, I don't think you can go further. I mean, you really can't. I mean, everybody, you know, jokes about the Lions 0-16, but the Browns 0-16, they were 1-15 the year before. So, And, I mean, oh, my God, this is, this is what I'm talking about. New Year's Eve, I volunteered to work. I'm listening to fucking to, to the local sports talk. Lions fans are calling in, arguing with each other and arguing with the host. Who's the best 0-16 team out of <laughs> the Browns? Who would win? The, if the 2008 Lions played the 2016 Browns, who would win? And they're arguing that the Lions would stomp the Browns. Oh, they would. And I'm just and I'm just like, Earl, don't. F- it doesn't don't, matter that don't you feed into it. Suck. <laughs> You're arguing about the most incompetent teams. You took hey, the tasty bait, Earl. Here's 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 something that that, that you, you you Lions fans don't want to hear. Um, there was a winless team before you guys. It was the '76 Bucks. They just didn't play 16 games. They played 14. And they went 0 and 14. And it okay. took Rich to know that. <laughs> and you know what? I don't give a fuck who would win out of those three teams because they're shitty teams. Why are we talking about the most shitty teams in the history of this sport? What because year was that? 76? Oh, the 76 bucks. Yeah, they would definitely beat the 2008 Lions <laughs> and the 17 Browns because those fuckers didn't play by our rules. <laughs> but I just, I, I'm, I'm like, I, this is this... This is the mindset. This is a loser's mindset. I mean, I, I hate to put it that way, but I don't know any other way to put it. Where you have fans trying to argue who's the best, worst team ever. Well, that is, see, Rich, and that's like, what I was trying to tell you. That it's not us. It's our players, man. That's This is what oh, a Alliance fan is. See, we can't, we can't even transition out of them as a subject <laughs> topic. It's just what they are, man. They put that in your head, and that's where you have to be. Celebrate the fact that you're you got the best losing record. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It's done. It's over with. Well, I side fucking I sidetracked us into Cleveland, and that's how we got back. Well, no, no. What I'm saying is, Cleveland is fucking. It's in the record books. I mean, I looking at that final score, they could have won that fucking. I mean, in theory, I guess could have won that final game. They didn't, though. No, so it no. It doesn't really matter. Have. Rich, they couldn't have. I watched that end of that game. Deshaun Kaiser threw it at his receiver for a first. It was a fourth down play, last play. Deshaun Kaiser threw it at the receiver, who was standing there, hit, hit him in the hands, and then the face mask. He put his hands down, looked at Deshaun Kaiser like, why'd you throw shit at me, bro? <laughs> I was like... You've got to be shitting me. I'm trying to catch shit. Right. <laughs> he looked at him like, dude, what did I do? Why are you mad at me? <laughs> Don't bring me into this. <laughs> I'm like, you catch that. You're on your way to your first winning game. You dumb motherfucker. 
And that's kind of the shit I was talking about before. He still got paid millions of dollars. Well, he's there, Seriously. Because they were the best at losing this year, Earl. Well, anyway. I, you know, move, moving on to, to coaches who are who are, are <laughs> no longer employed. Uh, I mean, it, it's, is it safe to say that, they're, that they're fucking Arizona is just in rebuild mode at this point? Oh, full rebuild mode. They lost their coach. They lost their quarterback. Was Carson Palmer retiring? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he's coming back, but he's like for I don't know why. <laughs> you think David Johnson stays on this team? Oh, they're not letting him go. I'll guarantee you, they're not letting him go. He's gonna be. He's gonna have to be paid. Yeah, he's either. Gonna that's the only way. I'm. That's the only way. If I'm him, I'm playing for a shitty team. It's in a rebuild. Yeah. Let me throw this at you guys since we're talking about Arizona. He's bait for. He's bait for somebody that's not him. No, no, no. No, 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 no. He stays. Trust me, he stays. Because, listen, 49ers, right? They got Jimmy G, the next GOAT, the awesome man, right? So, Kirk Cousins was going to head to San Francisco this year. I'm almost positive. Because he was still under the franchise tag in Washington. So, does Kirk Cousins now get signed in Washington? Or does he now head to uh, Phoenix? Oh, the, the Michigan State tradition continues down in Phoenix? Well, Jay Gruden basically threw Cousins under the bus. Said, with our record, you can't really say he had a good year, now can you? Right. And if that's the fucking case, that doesn't sound like that's a very good relationship between the quarterback and the head coach. And well, if, if he franchised him to make him stay. That's what I'm saying. If he's, if he's, you know, the fact that they franchised him pretty much tells you all you need to fucking know. I mean, that's... It, it, he did, you know. He, it's not like he's. They signed him to a long-term extension. I mean, here, here's the thing. Bruce Arians was was. There'd been rumors this season about his health, and he had had some health issues. Mm-hmm. And his big I fat guy, and he's in his sixties. That's a health I, yeah, issue. Yeah, I just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get the fucking. I never got the feeling that he was staying no matter what. That, that he was going to be there three, four years from now. But I also thought that at the beginning of the season, Arizona had a we-got-to-win-right-now attitude. And yeah, About the third that, quarter of the Lions game went to shit. Exactly. Yeah, it did. Exactly. Yeah, it did. And that was like, wah, wah, Three of my fantasy over. football teams? <laughs> <laughs> Including ours? Yep. But, <clears throat> excuse me. I, yeah, I if I... If I Arizona has to be in rebuild mode. I don't know who the fuck they could get. If they get Cousins, maybe that will make it a little bit more of of you know give the give the fan base a little bit more hope. But I mean, is he really anything but a stopgap measure? I mean, do you, do you think? No, I, I think for Cousins, I think he's a good quarterback. I really do. I'm not going to call him a leader or anything, but he's good. Who did he's he not have? To, the he didn't have anybody to throw to. Jamison Crowder's proven his last year was a fluke. Right. He didn't have shit to throw to. He had who? He had Pierre Garçon. This ain't... He ain't Peyton Manning, and this ain't 2008. Like, that's about what... That's what I think of Pierre Garçon. No, wait. He was in San Francisco. Pierre Garçon was last year. See, exactly. I can't even remember. I don't even know who number two is. Yeah, and according to NBC... 
According to NBC Sports, they're keeping Jay Gruden. And that's of two hours ago. The Redskins are going to retain him. Right. So that tells me that, that Cousins is, is bye-bye. And where else would he want to go? Where else could he go? They had a banged-up running back core all year. Well, he could go down to Denver. Simeon's out. He got a. He's going to have a shoulder surgery. I just read I was, that. I was thinking maybe Miami. But what's what's so attractive about Miami besides the fact no. you don't have state income tax and you get to live in Miami? I mean, I'm, is, is, and I'm not being flippant either. Those those are two major things that athletes were like, I want to get paid. Is I don't give a fuckler not coming back. Oh. Uh, he that was oh, a one year yeah. contract. That yeah. was it. That's ten mil for him to fucking not give a fuck for one year. Wow. And and not just that, uh Must Rich. Wow. Ryan Tannehill is their quarterback. He was just injured, remember? Yeah, so, but is it is it the is it the type of situation where they think that Tannehill needs needs a guy breathing down his fucking down his no. ass for his job? No. And they have one. The number eight. I can't think of his fucking name. I can't think of his name either. I, I don't know. I, to me, it just makes sense. Cousins to Arizona. I don't know who the fuck Arizona is going to get as a head coach. But, I mean. <laughs> there's, there's six guys looking for work. Saying. Oh, five. John Fox, the coach of the Panthers when they went to the bowl. Well, let's go from fucking Glendale over to Oakland. Yeah. All right. Now, we know that, okay, before we even get into the John Gruden shit, is Jack Del Rio gone because they're fucking putting all their eggs in one basket with the Gruden, wanting to get Gruden? Jack Del Rio is gone because, oh, sorry. No, or is it is it because of, of this year? Yeah, Jack Del Rio is gone. It's because I think Oakland was the most wildly under, uh, of, uh, expectations were high, and they wildly under, I mean, they just, they did not fulfill them. They were they were the I think they they get the underachiever of the year award, don't you think? As far I as really what was do. expected out of them. I absolutely do. You you brought in beast mode out of retirement. You you had what you're saying is your franchise quarterback and car coming in. Uh you know, you had your defense stacked up. Oh yeah. They were ready they were rocked and socked and locked and Amari Cooper and Crabtree and Oh, they were going someplace, and they nah. <laughs> They're fucking backwards. Okay, so I mean, but let's be honest. Jack Del Rio is a middle of the fucking road coach, so he's the type of coach that if you're if I'm rebuilding a franchise and I don't want to fucking I can't get a marquee hire at head coach, I put him in, let him fucking take a beating for a few years, and then go after the coach I want. Well, here's the thing, though. Jack Del Rio is a great defensive coordinator. And this is what scares me about Matt Patricia. So the Lion, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But no, Jack Del Rio is a great defensive coordinator. He sucks as a head coach. He uh, did did that in Jacksonville, too. Well, no, I remember that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he's a stop. He's seems like that if someone's going to hire him as a head coach, he's a stopgap measure. He's We're just going to put you in there to fucking to take the lumps and to take the, and to deflect the heat off the fact that we're rebuilding. And when we look like we're coming out of the rebuilding or we have the, at least the foundation of the team that we want, if there's the coach available that we want, they're not going to fucking have any second thoughts about throwing them to the wolves and going after the coach they really do want. 
He's 40 And when all of our day, players man. get into the spot we need them to, we're going to call the guy. He's a 40-degree day. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And, I mean, if if he Jack Real were a color, he would be beige. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I don't think he wants to go back to just being a defensive coordinator. He's had he's had now head coaching jobs with two teams. He's got a taste for it. <laughs> now, whether or not he's good at it is a different I'm story. I'm trying to say that, man. That's uh, that's like Chip Kelly, man. <laughs> it's he's had a taste of it. He's been there two different teams, and yeah, no, bro, <laughs> you can't do it. You know, you know what's you know what's really shocking in all the fucking talk of teams that you know what coaches are on the hot seat what coaches have already gotten the axe what coaches might get the axe you're not really hearing a whole lot about the usual suspects jumping from college to the pros like you're not hearing it like i haven't heard harbaugh's name brought up seriously besides anyone besides lions fans and and, and and that's like that's not happening they're not going after harbaugh no one's brought up uncle Irvin. nope and I don't give a fuck how far-fetched it is. It seems like every year around this time of year, when Black Monday comes, you always hear Nick Saban's name thrown around by some national talking head in the sports world as he would be a perfect fit for X team. And I haven't even really heard that. No, because me... I don't think Nick Saban's ever leaving Alabama. No, and if he does, he he's tr- fucking retarded. He came to the NFL. That failed. He proved it. No, he'd rather be a he'd rather be a big fish in a little pond. In I mean, he's getting paid fucking big boy money. Yeah, so fuck it. And yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. I, he ain't going nowhere. As far as I, I can't see a situation that would open up. I mean, he's the mayor I, of Alabama. It would. Wouldn't it have to be? I mean, and this is playing the what-if game big time. Like, a couple years down the road, when Belichick retires, they go to him and say, you want to take over for fucking Belichick? And it, and that would be just an ego move. Because to me, there's no winning for whoever takes over for Be- for Belichick. I mean, Belichick is going to go down as probably the greatest head coach in professional football history. Matt Patricia not- can come back after his historic... Five title run with the Lions <laughs> take over, but I mean, and if and and if it, it's kind of like okay, when Cower left and Tomlin took over, Cower didn't have the the fucking mystique that that Belichick has. Cower was an excellent head football coach in the NFL, but Cower didn't do it every single year. With players that were cast offs, or you know, no one else wanted, or who? Who is that? And then okay, they they get big in New England, they go someplace else, and it goes back to who? All right, I'm gonna say it because I just had this thought. I think Cowers riding a lot off of the fact that he went out on top. He went out on a high note. He went out on a win. Well, he said. I I can agree with that. So that's what he's remembered for. You know, that's that's because he was rather pedestrian and up until then, really. Well, he, he look, he won Super Bowl 40 here in Detroit, and he won the Super Bowl against the fucking uh, uh, Cardinals. Yeah, well, and the one in Detroit. No, no. The one in Detroit, he beat the Seahawks because that was, oh. <laughs> dude, Jerome Bettis retired after that game. I know. I'm just 
You know, that's what the band was in full swing at that point. Right. <laughs> those were your those are your lost years. Those are my I'm still <laughs> piecing them together years. The only reason I remember most of that game is because I've seen so many fucking recaps and highlights and in Super Bowl shows about it. Because I was exquisitely drunk during that game. <laughs> I don't remember watching it live. I have memories you know, of thought, watching highlights. I thought Arizona was in Detroit. Mm-mm. No. No, Arizona was uh it was it was it was uh Pittsburgh and Arizona uh in Super Bowl 09. Cuz I remember the bus retired in the Detroit one is his hometown, so that's why it was a big deal. Mm. But anyway. But I I I okay, so now whatever about Jack Del Rio, wherever he ends up, he's going to end up. I got to say, I don't know what the fuck Oakland's thinking. I'm sorry. Yes, Gruden won a Super Bowl with my team, but I think he went on to prove for, what was it, uh, eight seasons after that, seven seasons after that, that he isn't as great as a, of a fucking football mind as everybody wants to make him out to be. I just, I cannot see giving that man part ownership in the team and handing him complete control of the football fucking, of the team. I mean... One, he has a habit of running through quarterbacks. Bad. He's never happy. That was the, I can tell you as a Tampa Bay fan, that was the one fucking thing that drove all Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans nuts, is that he collected quarterbacks like some people collect baseball cards. I mean, it, you ha, I, Jesus Christ. It, Quarterback Jeff Garcia, Jeff Garcia, Chris Sims, Brad Johnson. You know, I mean, just... It, it, they never had the guy at Signal Caller in Tampa. And it seemed like he was never happy with whoever he had. It was always, the next guy I get's going to be the guy. And then he would get the guy he wanted, and he'd go, no, no, the next guy I get's going to be the guy. And you can't do that with Carr out in Oakland. Because those fans will fucking, they'll lynch his ass. No, I mean, seriously. He is the guy. <laughs> like, the, the black hole will... Move out of the stands, envelop John Gruden, and he will cease to exist. Period. I just don't see it. So I don't know what the fuck Oakland's thinking. I mean, guys, you only know Gruden from his time in Oakland and, and, and Tampa and Monday Night Football. Would you be happy if the Lions were going after him like this? No. No. I'm I, just be Who... who Wow, my mouth doesn't work today. You're going to spend all that money. What, what what's going to be left? What how is he going to be able to build a team if you're spending all that cash on him? So I'm glad this is going to be Oakland's problem. If if, if we were going after John Gruden like this, I, I would treat it like they did Mooch. This it's it's just a press release move. It's you know a way to get fans interested to go to the game and see how he does. If if this is what Oakland's doing, and Oakland's Oakland's dumb as a motherfucker because they actually have the players and the team, if they can get the right head coach, to be a contender for the next couple of years, to be in the hunt. And if they're just hiring him to put asses in the seats and get people excited because, ooh, look, Chucky's back in Oakland, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I just don't see it. I don't see it. And on top of that, we talk about Cower being away from the game. When's when's the last time he fucking he coached? Two thousand eight, two thousand seven. 
He's been doing Monday Night Football for like a decade. I mean, that is, once again, a long time to be away from the game. Think of all the changes that have happened in the game since the last time he was standing on the sidelines as a head coach. And, I mean, on top of that, his type of personality, is it going to fit with the players they got? I mean, if he goes in it, he was notorious for fucking just, he's not a player's coach whatsoever. He's not a Pete Carroll. He's not a Tony Dungy. He goes in there and he starts screaming and hollering and he don't give a fuck who you are, how much you get paid. I mean, it, that's what that's that was what happened with Keyshawn Johnson. Well, Keyshawn Johnson was also a a prima donna who wanted to be fucking considered one of those rare air guys and he just wasn't. Period. But I mean, I don't know if you guys remember that meltdown on the fucking sideline on Monday Night Football. Between him and Keyshawn Johnson, that was because he put fucking Keenan McCardle in. And he was like, McCardle was the better fucking receiver for the play I was running. I could only have one receiver. I wasn't going to put you in. You're not you're not the type of receiver I needed for that play. I mean that type of attitude, I don't know if Oakland's the type of team and is and, and it is made up of the type of players that's gonna accept that. I mean, we've we've talked about it on the show. Chris, you've floated this out there. You think one of the reasons Beast Mode retired was simply because fucking Carroll didn't, didn't give him the ball in that Super Bowl, that last play. Wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, but that was a retarded fucking move. Anyways. No, it, it, I absolutely agree. The world agrees with you, Iceman. Well, yeah, the whole fucking world went, what? <laughs> As he drew it out. And through the interception. He's doing the complete opposite of what he should be doing. How is Beast Mode not running the ball? Any any who's. Uh, so good luck, John Gruden in Oakland. I mean, has it even been announced yet, though? Every, no. Yeah, we're talking it, it. It's all a big... It's the world's worst kept secret at this point. It really well, is. What? Everybody knows it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. Well, I mean, we talk about the Lions are basically, they've got they're one guy in their sights. I think Oakland's even more so got one guy in their sights. If, if I mean, because if, if Patricia falls through, I think they'll give Austin a chance at head coach before they fucking let him walk. I think that's what the Lions would do. I don't think it's an ideal backup plan. I don't think it's what they want to do, period. But they'll live with it. Who the fuck is, who's, who's Oakland's second choice? Because I haven't heard anybody mention. Well, honestly, I think they had this deal done because there's no way that they would let Del Rio go without having this, at, at least a plan of action. So I think this deal is done. I'm just waiting for the one-hour, you know, press conference with John Gruden one-on-one -on -one going, I make this move for Monday Night Football. <laughs> Well, I mean, for Oakland's sake, I hope so. Because if Gruden goes, thanks, but no thanks, I'm going to stay in the booth. I, you, you, you kind of, yeah, you kind of shot yourself in the foot because every coach you go to knows that you're the, at least the second choice. And these guys are fucking, I don't, these are alpha males. I don't care if they're nice guys. They're still alpha males. They're type A personalities. They don't like to be second in nothing. Well, that's true, Rich. However, that being said, a couple of these coaches would jump on it in a heartbeat. Yeah, John Fox, Pagano, you know, they, it, Caldwell. Well, not Caldwell. Not so much Caldwell. But John Fox and Pagano, definitely. They were like, uh, you want me as a coach? Yeah, head coach? Absolutely. 
Okay, well, <clears throat> speaking of Pagano, am I the only one that kind of feels like he's a victim of fucking the circumstances that happened in, in, yes. in Indianapolis? Yes. Yes, I'm the only one that feels that way, or yes, you agree with me? No, I think you're the only one that feels that way. I don't feel that way. Uh, dude, he lost. they lost their fucking quote-unquote franchise quarterback to the point where they don't even know if he's coming back. What did you expect them to do? Hey, bro, they didn't <clears throat> do shit with their so-called franchise quarterback. So, Saya fucking Nara, dude. Well, as where I was talking about that article I sent you guys in the group chat that was talking about how the Lions have the you know the owner who's patient, willing to spend, and and is and is just hands off enough. Jim Irsay is none of those things. Maybe willing to spend, but he's not hands off and he's not patient. And I think Jim Irsay is fucking without having the profile of an Al Davis or a Jerry Jones, just as much of a fucking. Loose cannon as those guys can be, or could be, whatever. And, and I mean, once again, what kind of coach are you going to get in there? You have a, that type of owner. The problem is, is that you get what you, you get. What happened in Dallas in the nineties? Yeah, they won some Super Bowls, but they couldn't keep the fucking coaches. They should have kept. They couldn't keep Jimmy Johnson. Couldn't keep Barry Switcher. None of them. And I, what's the common thread in why they couldn't keep those coaches? Uncle, Uncle Jerry. fucking Jerry. Exactly. Too many fucking cooks in the kitchen. I mean, part of the reason that, that uh, uh, drawing another blank here, Garrett gets the fucking pass he gets is because basically, is there any doubt in anybody's mind that Jerry Jones regime. runs that team? Yeah, exactly. Jerry Jones is like, Jerry Jones is like Dick Cheney to Jason Garrett being like George Bush. I think more like Jerry Jones is Jeff Dunham and Jason Garrett's that stupid <laughs> fucking talking jalapeno. <laughs> On a stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's really how that's going down. Looks like he's his illegitimate son, too. Well, I... I, uh, I don't know. Uh, the, these fucking... The, the, the coaching carousel, it wasn't as... The, the chopping block didn't come down as bad. As was predicted. I mean, and for me, to me, it's left. Like I said, it's left me shaking my head. Really, Dirk Cotter. Really, really Tampa. That's who you're sticking with. You gave Lovey Smith one season, yet you give this douchebag fucking carte blanche. As he continues to fucking backslide, I just I don't get it. Don't understand it. But whatever. You know they're gonna hold on to Jameis Winston too. That's that's our franchise quarterback. He's not acting like it. That's the one thing I'll give fucking. That's the one thing I'll give uh, uh, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford has always conducted himself like a leader at the quarterback position. I mean, and when I say that, I'm talking about he keeps his fucking nose out of out of the dirt. He doesn't get caught up with bullshit. He's not a hothead on the field. He doesn't embarrass the team with his fucking. With his press conference or his or his his behavior on the field, can't say that about Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston came in with a fucking big old question mark hanging over his head. Did his best Eddie Haskell impersonation during fucking Hard Knocks convinced me and a bunch of other people that yeah he had grown up and then turned around and and, and turned out turned out to be as much of a petulant child if not more than Cam Newton. You can't. He doesn't know how to win. He doesn't know how to lose. There's no grace in that man whatsoever. Is that really what you want, leading your team? I mean, I don't know. Tampa should be looking for a new head coach. 
I'm just glad that the fucking the, the 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 John Gruden talk to Tampa is done and over with. That 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 shit. It it, it was like it fizzled up real fucking quick. There was a whole bunch of it, and then it died just as quick. And I was like, good. There's a reason your exes are your ex. You can't ever go home again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've I've tried it with a few relationships. It never works out. You know, just move the fuck on. You know, you still want to be friends? That's fine. But it's never you're never going to recapture what you had before. It just doesn't work that way. But yeah, well, I guess we've talked about the coaching carousel, and I guess it's all still, still, still developing as we speak. Uh, the, well, I mean, there's there's one firing. I don't think anybody's shocked by. What's that? Chicago? John Fox. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, no. You, you trade all the, the way season. up to second fucking pick, and you pick Trubinsky after you get Mike Lennon from fucking Tampa and sign the butt fumble. You trade all the way up to number two in the draft and pick Trubinsky. Yeah, you're fucking fired. Hey, fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, but they had the Sanchez, man. <laughs> yeah, they had they had the Sanchez. They had yeah, that's uh, the buck. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. They had a uh, 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 Napoleon Dynamite, fucking shaggy looking motherfucker, and they had number two overall pick. Come on, man. They were stacked at quarterback. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you even heard any rumors of who fucking Chicago is going after? I think everybody is staying away from Chicago right now, dude. Because <laughs> if we're talking about Detroit and, and Mike Patricia has a lot to take on and, and change in Detroit, whoever takes on fucking Chicago, dude, seriously. Uh, Chicago's been to a Super Bowl in the last I don't give a fuck if Chicago was in the 10, Super Bowl 12 years. Year, dude. That's a lot to clean up, man. You need to, you know what? Hire the Roto Rooter guy as the head coach because that's what they need. I mean, they got their issues, but I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying, I make fun of them calling the toilet bowl. That's their logo, but that shit's overflowing, man. That shit is all stopped up. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I don't know. I, that, to me, that that's that's just like trying to untangle a knot of snakes. I, I almost feel bad for any head coach that walks into that situation because I, I, dude, we were sitting here scratching our heads before the season started with some of the moves they were making, and that, it, seriously, it, it, it isn't any better after week seventeen. No, <laughs> I mean, dude, Chris, you need that drop, man. I guess they were thinking. I don't know what the I don't hell know what the thinking. fuck they were thinking. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what's that from? Uh, Major yeah, League. Major League. Oh, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's right. Oh, duh. Sorry. Because that's how I feel so much about this season. I just, I see him sitting there saying that so much. I, I guess they were thinking, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Pre- pretty much, man. Pretty much. Um, many different aspects of this season. Seriously. Well, before we get into the, the teams that are still in the fucking, that are still playing in the playoffs, yeah. uh, I, I think there's <clears throat> there's a subject I've been just fucking chomping at the bit to, to bring up for the last week, and that's, I think it's fucking time for people who are Michigan State fans to really understand that they have their Bo Schembechler right now. I, I think this is, 
D'Antonio is the coach that's going to go down like Bo Schembechler went down at Michigan with U of M. I mean, uh, with MSU. I, I mean, he's got, he, as of right now, he's got a better bowl record than Bo Schembechler. Bo Schembechler was under 500, way under 500 in bowls. I mean, I, and I've said this before, has any fucking coach done more with less? I, I can't think of one. And you talk Saban, you know, uh, Uncle Urban, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you know, all the big name coaches, you know, Les Miles, they get the four or five-star recruits. MSU doesn't get those guys. MSU gets two, three, maybe a four-star recruit every once in a while. And they're always in it. They're always in it for the Big Ten, besides season before last. We've mentioned two former Michigan State quarterbacks so far this evening. Exactly. That's a complete flip from 30 years ago. It used to be... It's true. Michigan was the football factory that was sending guys to the pros. MSU, every once in a while, would get an offensive lineman, a defensive lineman, something like that. I mean, it is it is, it is, is black is white, white is black from where it was 30 years ago. And if you're an MSU fan... You better really appreciate what you got right now. I mean, that's that's because I, I, I'm like Pedro. I'm I'm like I'm like uh, 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 Pedro in in what was it the 2003 when 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 he was talking about when he was on the on the Boston Red Sox and every time he played the Yankees they just whoop his ass and he said all I can do is tip my hat and call him daddy because they got my number. I mean that's all I can do as a, as a U of M fan. With D'Antonio, just tip my hat and go, yeah, daddy, go ahead, run with it. Because he's just been all up in U of M's ass. And here's the thing. I think the only thing holding MSU back is they got that big chip on their shoulder towards Michigan. You own Michigan. Get over it. Now, start fucking getting a chip on your shoulder about teams like, oh, I don't know, Alabama. Start getting a chip on your shoulder that you don't get the national attention that you should. And go out there. And take the whole fucking thing. Because I just... I mean, dude, I'm in awe. I'm in awe. Michigan finished higher... With, not higher. With a better bowl game than MSU. And Michigan went out there and embarrassed the Big Ten. Oh, yeah. Only team that didn't win the bowl game from the Big Ten. Exactly. How's it make you feel, shitheads? I mean, it's just like... Shit face. I, dude... I, Big Ten went out and represented in a way that I didn't think was going to happen. And then here come U of M just to fuck it all up. And, I mean, I've already ranted about fucking about Harbaugh. He's not going anywhere. There's the, 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 the maize and blue fucking Kool-Aid drinkers. They just, they love him. There's still talk about a lifetime contract for what I have no idea. Jesus Christ. I even showed you guys the video of him telling fucking Charlie LaDuff in a one-on-one interview, I'm not worth the money U of M's paying me. I, he knows it. He knows he's not that good. So I, I, so that's just a lost cause. It's just going to suck to be a U of M football fan. This is all for the next couple of years. This is all there is to it. But seriously, I, think, it around. I don't see it happening. But I mean, I, I, I'm dead serious. I, this Mark D'Antonio is your guys' Bo Schembechler. I totally agree with that statement. And how? And and I know that that if there's Michigan fans listening, they're man, fuck you, you ain't a real Michigan fan. No, dude. Sometimes you just gotta fucking, you gotta stop being a homer, and you just gotta realize. Yeah, I miss you. Exactly. 
Give him his due. <laughs> uh, you just got to tip your hat, man. Game recognized game. And if Bo Schembechler was still alive, I'm pretty sure Mark D'Antonio would be looking awfully familiar to him right now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that was that was an impressive showing for the Big Ten. And I mean, obviously U of M aside, and I don't know, I. I think the Big Ten gets shit on. They're one of the obviously Power Five conferences, but I think the people fucking think of them as an afterthought. Like maybe like at best three out, you know, out of the Power Five. But I think more people would put them at four or five. I, I, Give him his due. Oh shit! It's Luke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, give it to him. Calm down. <laughs> he really is demanding that due yeah. be given. <laughs> but no, man. I mean, you got Penn State. You got Wisconsin. You have Michigan State. I mean, these are, dude. It. These are just a few better recruits. These teams, I truly believe, just a few better recruits in a few years away from from in the hunt for the playoffs for the national championship, which by the way, I think they really need to expand the playoffs. It needs to be eight teams. It really I mean, it, that Clemson and uh, uh, Alabama game or uh, yep. was it Clemson and Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. That was just like, really? That's to go to the national championship game. Oh, I already watched the national championship. Game. Exactly. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma and Georgia was the national championship. And by the way, okay, Oklahoma's quarterback was Baker. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, thank you. Okay, first, okay, first of all, I, I just got to say this. Okay, can can someone kick the shit out of Michigan? Michigan's kicker? Like, can someone on the campus beat the shit out of that asshole for grabbing his crotch after making a field goal like he's doing something? I mean, was he not... It, I'm sorry, were you grabbing your crotch at the end of the game? But the reason I bring that up is because you got Baker Mayfield doing the fucking, the cutthroat fucking sign on the field to the other team, and it's like, what are you doing, dude? You're a Heisman finalist. No, he's the Heisman winner. More likely the number one pick in the draft. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh. He is not an NFL quarterback. Really? No. And if he is, he's fucking Matt Ryan. Because Oklahoma did, pulled a fucking Atlanta Falcons move. It, it looked like a rerun. Three quarters. It was Oklahoma. And then the last like last two minutes of the third quarter to the end of the fourth quarter, Georgia. Uh, it still went to double overtime. Yeah. So did the Super Bowl. Didn't go to double overtime, just went to overtime. It was a spitting image of the Super Bowl. To work on your definition of spitting image. No, really, I don't. Dude, it was the spitting image. Oklahoma well, dominated <clears throat> every facet of the game. Offense, defense, special teams was atrocious. I mean, fumbles, interceptions. It, it was it, it was over as far as Oklahoma saw it. And then last three minutes of the fucking third quarter... Georgia was like, okay, my turn. <laughs> well, I mean, just first of all, after the game, when the, when the teams were still on the field, the fact that fucking Davin Bellamy's yelling at, at Baker Mayfield to humble himself, 
and Davin Bellamy's running around looking wearing fucking spiked pads on the sidelines and shit. He's talking about humble yourself. I carry myself the same way, but humble yourself. A guy, yeah, a guy who's <laughs> dressed like a gladiator is telling you you got to tone it down. All right. Yeah, he looked like a reject from what was it, the Road Warriors? Yeah, the yeah. old tag team, fucking yeah. It's like I mean, it's like the guy who got the like Stephen Elegant and kicked out of Guns and Roses because he's drinking and doing too many drugs. <laughs> it's like Damon Dane getting kicked out of Metallica because hey, bro, you drink too much. The the Dennis Leary line when a guy named Slash tells you you got a drug problem, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know you got a drug problem. But no, I mean it, it, that was to me. I'm just like, okay, can you could could you try to get more spotlight on you? Because that's all that was. He knew them cameras were on him, and I mean for the fact that, that some of the press are reporting that. Oh, he appeared to yell at Mayfield, humble yourself. Who the fuck else could he be talking to? <laughs> he said hey, afterwards. you reporter over there, humble no, yourself. No, he said afterwards, he said, I carry myself the same way he does, but he needs to humble himself. But I don't think it was, he said that in a manner of, that, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield needs to tone it down. I think that's uh, an, an Ebonics way of saying I kicked your ass. Humble yourself. African-American vernacular English way of saying. That's that's it. Yeah. Uh, dude. I woke okay. that ass. It's the first casual racism of 2018. I, I, you know. Unless, first, of course, you're the press and think that, you know, Caldwell got fired because he was black. Well, okay. Just the fact that. All right. Oh, God. Can anybody win and not talk shit? Can anybody lose and not th- and, and not be a bitch about it? Rich, Is it possible anymore? No, no. Sorry. I mean, if I just, you, if I, you're not a millennial, you do have that mentality, sir. So no. <laughs> I mean, what what happened to just we, we lost? You go over, you shake the guy's hand. Good game. If there's a chance you'll meet him again, maybe say a little. I'll see you next time. Be a different outcome. See your bitch ass next month. You know what, what I'm happened? saying? They they chose not to get a TV contract. That's what happened. You're talking about the hockey, NHL hockey. It's the only place that shit ever happens. I just I I uh, I don't know. And to me, I like I said, I just think it's fun. It's funny. It's like it's like Scarface telling fucking uh, 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 oh shit uh, the guy from who 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 was running the drug cartel in the 70s and 80s. Osa? Escobar. Escobar, yeah. You know, hey, man, you need to Osa. stop selling drugs. Like, bro, who are you to fucking tell anybody to do anything about drugs? Man, Seriously. Man, you shut the hell up. <laughs> so I mean. you don't know who you're talking to, man. And as far as, yeah, dude, like Baker Mayfield, what is he, like 5'10", 170 pounds? I mean, are you think the Browns are going to fucking pick him first overall? They are the Browns. Uh, yeah, but uh, dude, they got two picks in the top ten. I mean, uh, no. <laughs> why? What, what to pick him first overall? I mean, look, I understand because I'm one of these guys. I, I kind of have a, a a beef with the assumption that a lot of people, <clears throat> when it comes to drafting in the NFL, have that if you're under six foot two, two hundred pounds, and you're a quarterback, you're undersized for the NFL and all this shit because. 
I mean, Russell Wilson ain't even six foot. I mean, he's like, what, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, and that's with cleats on? I'm standing on concrete, you know what I'm saying? I mean, so that's giving him an extra inch or two. I, I mean, it, it, you can work out, but just to automatically write a guy off because of that, like, I'm not down with that. But I also, I just, I, he doesn't seem like the type of guy that I want to risk a fucking first overall pick on. Dude, you're talking about Cleveland, man. The team that played Manziel? Seriously? How many? <laughs> yeah, come on. I got to bring up old shit. <laughs> how, many, how many quarterbacks since 1999? 28. Oh. 28. Yeah. I mean, God, that's literally a quarterback carousel. It's, oh, it's, dude, it's, they, dude, they got they got more quarterbacks than they do players on the team. They're all oh, half of them. Half of the players are quarterbacks. They can field an offense and a defense of quarterbacks and have guys left over. <laughs> like seriously, no bullshit. Just in the quarterbacks they've had since they came since they came back into the fucking league. And that is insane. Thing, here's the shittier thing about that. 28 quarterbacks, right? And not one of them went anywhere else and did Anything worth talking about? Well, there's rumor that Manziel is going to play in the CFL, so you know. Like I said, the XFL anywhere and did anything worth talking about. The XFL's coming back, dude. It's going to bring Johnny Manziel back with it. Johnny Manziel will be killed in the first game in the in the XFL if <laughs> you get rock bottomed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they if they bring back the XFL and they they want it to be what old school Smash Mouth football was, he's going to throw up that money sign one time, and someone's going to fucking take his head off his body. They're going to break and, his fucking fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. I mean, it's just his little ass ain't going to be scrambling. I mean, he can slide feet first all he wants. They're going to fucking still fucking lead with their helmet right at his head. I mean, it's just all sliding. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's going to be doing the stone-cold stunner on his ass on the 50-yard line, you know? No, but seriously, guys, seriously. 28 quarterbacks in 17 years, not one of them has went anywhere other than Cleveland and done anything we're talking about. So it's not just the quarterbacks that they got. It's that their first round and second or first and second picks. And they didn't go anywhere and do a fucking thing. Nothing. Now you want to talk about a culture of uh, just a clusterfuck of a culture. That that is that is a team that has it. I mean, I I I, I First of all, <laughs> they move your team. It's left overnight. Just, yeah. <laughs> Two ones, pimping. See you later. And just fucking. Like a, shitty, went, like a shitty breakup. I'm out. You'll find out in the morning. No, dear John, no, no, nothing. Yeah, just later. Dips that. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just ghosted the whole fucking city. Ghosted. A pressure football team. Keep in mind, of all of the semi-trucks that were involved in ghosting, they managed <laughs> to ghost you. And they, and they fucking, the, where the team moves, they moved to Baltimore, and they won a Super Bowl within two years, three years, whatever it was. Yeah, the fans I, were like, I got season tickets. Where the fuck are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> I got to go to Baltimore. Hell no. 
You had a bunch of fucking Browns fans showing up with dog mask on, bone dog bones in their mouth, going, where the, where the fuck is our team? Our team here. Ravens, what do we do? Do we form a nest? What, what goes the on? Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns turned into, dude, where's my car? Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Do we get some <laughs> wings? What, what goes on here? Do we just suppose- what? Where's your you team, dude? Where's your team? Where's our team, dude? Yeah, I know, right? Dude, I mean, seriously, they just—they're like, "Where's, where's our team?" They were here yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Even the Detroit Lions, when they moved, they were like, "We're gonna move closer to you." I saw them running. In, I saw them practicing. <laughs> oh Christ! Yeah, I just oof. That is. That, it's not you know, even that they just moved. They moved. They changed their name, their logo, they, their color, everything. They were like, I'm totally done. You're fucking done, son. Exactly, yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, dude, fucking, when it, you know, the NFL Network has their top 10 shows, and they had top 10 snake bit franchises. And you got it. I mean, the, the Browns, I, I, I think, were two or number one. And I mean, it was like, yeah, it was even hard for me, someone who's grown up around Lions fans and a Lions team, to argue with. Because even the Lions stayed in Detroit. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't just like the Fords just the picked Portsmouth, up and moved. The Portsmouth Lions? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, wow, yeah. It, it, that's, that's, that's good luck. Good luck, Cleveland. Enjoy your draft, and because that's your Super Bowl, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's about it. But I, I, I got a topic real quick that I need your guys' input on that we didn't talk about, but uh, it's come to my attention. I'm sure I, you guys have heard of it, but haven't looked into it at all. Uh, the 2018 Hall of Fame finalists yeah, yeah, were did, announced today. Yeah, I did see that. I wanted. I did want to bring it up. Um, Rich, are you aware of this? Came out while we've been recording. Yes, and they're be they're going to be the finalists are, are announced, and then the uh, who gets selected is being announced tomorrow. Yeah, I got the list right here. You got Steve Atwater, Tony Baselli, Isaac Bruce, Brian Dawkins, Steve Atwater. Mm-hmm. I didn't see his name. Really? Yeah. Modern era finalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Hutchinson. Joe Jacoby, Edron James, Ty Law, Ray Lewis, John Lynch, uh, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Brian Erlacher, Everson Walls, and then this for the seniors committee, uh, Robert Brazil, Jerry Kramer, and that's it as far as players. You have an executive, uh, Bobby, Bobby Braithard. B e a t h a r d. B third. B third. Yes. Thank you. No, the inductees um, aren't going to be announced until the day before the Super Bowl. It's February third. Oh, okay. I mean, out of that list, I'm thinking. I mean, well, is it just real quick? We, let's go one by one. Ray Lewis is a lock. Yeah. I think Ray Lewis, Randy Moss, and T.O. Yep. Well, hang on a second. Let's go one by one because I disagree with you. Ray Lewis is a lock. Uh, Brian Erlacher, not this year. I honestly don't think he's going first ballot. Seriously, I don't think he's going first ballot. I really don't. Do you? I think he should. First ballot? Yeah. 
Now, I mean, what, what how, you, how, how often how, how how often are offensive linemen so good that they're fucking as high profile as that guy ended up getting? Not just because he did like Old Spice commercials and shit. I'm just saying, you compare him to Ray Lewis, and it's not even close. You mean linebackers? Yes. Yeah, I, th- I think Chris said offensive lineman. I, for a minute, I'm confused. I'm like, wait, what? Erlacher paid a lot. Uh, uh, yeah, he was a linebacker. Um, no, I, I say I, Lewis, <clears throat> we're all, he's a lock. Brian Erlacher, eh, especially after just saying Ray Lewis, eh. Here's, look, to me, Randy Moss is a lock. And, and Terrell, Terrell Owens is a lock because Terrell Owens is, is second all around in receiving yards and third in touchdown catches. Only behind Moss and, and Jerry Rice. Well, here's the thing. I think Randy Moss gets in and Terrell Owens doesn't. If Terrell Owens doesn't get in, that is purely based on a bunch of salty fucking people for the way he conducted himself yeah. off the field. His numbers dictate he needs to be a first fucking ballot. Okay, but, I mean, is the Hall of Fame just about numbers? Uh, I mean, it is if you want someone like Barry Sanders in it. Why? Because Barry other, Sanders other conducted than, himself in a professional manner every single time he scored a touchdown. But be, because if it's not about numbers, what is it? What is it about? If it's about winning, if it's about winning and not numbers, Barry Sanders doesn't go in the Hall of Fame. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying his conduct. He didn't have to win a Super Bowl or playoffs or anything. His conduct. Barry oh, Sanders was the best fucking running back in NFL sure, history. Sure, fine, upstanding young gentleman. You get to go in the Hall of Fame. I'm not following you here. Like, uh, Well, just being the best running back in history, put that aside, mm-hmm. every single time he crossed the end zone, he handed the ball to the ref and took his ass to the sideline. So what? Ty so Cobb was a racist asshole. He's all, he's all over the Baseball Hall of Fame. I don't know where you're going with this. No. Came out, blasted his fucking teammates? Absolutely not. Who are you talking? I'm saying you're saying you're saying Barry Sanders is an upstanding guy? How is that I what does that matter for the Hall of Fame? I'm saying in the baseball hall of fame, you got Ty Cobbs in it. He was a despicable human being. How does that how does what is I'm just saying, what is if you're saying what is numbers if I don't know. Thing when I think of Terrell Owens, I don't think one of the greatest of all times. I understand he's got the numbers, but once again, you got to look who was throwing to him too. This wasn't one of the twenty-eight quarterbacks. So what does that mean? Is that same time? That's the same time Brady isn't so great because someone had to catch all those passes. Like, oh my god, dude! Wait a minute, hold on, time out. First of all, this ain't the baseball Hall of Fame, right? So. Personal beefs with players shouldn't fucking matter. All right, it, I don't. I that's bullshit. And if it does, then they need to fucking rethink how they fucking put people into the football hall of fame. Whether you go to Canton should not be based on what happened on anything besides what you did when the fucking clock was running between the lines. All there is to it. And if you look at his numbers, Terrell Owens, first ballot hall of famer. I mean, that's it. Yeah, who was throwing to him? Steve Young, Jeff Garcia, Donovan McNabb, Tony Romo, and who was thrown to him in Buffalo? I can't remember who Buffalo's quarterback was when he played for, with Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Steve Young, Hall of Famer. Donovan McNabb, no. Jeff Garcia, God, no. <laughs> okay. 
I, I mean, Tony Romo, get the fuck out of here. Oh, I bet. Oh. <laughs> the, the fighting words in a certain part of the country. Yeah. You know what? Oh, if, yeah, he yeah. Gets, if he gets in, it's because that fucking star on his helmet. That's the only reason he gets in. Any place else, he is a quarter. He is a 500 quarterback. And what did what did he? I mean, he didn't even make it to the fucking to, to the Super Bowl. Trell Owens did. Trell Owens. Trell Owens was playing on basically one leg in that Super Bowl while Donovan McNabb is getting sick in the fucking huddle because he's, he's he, he, supposedly. It, it, something he ate didn't agree with him. To me, it sounds like he, he wasn't fucking... They're trying to run a, a, a no-huddle offense, and his ass wasn't in good enough con- uh, shape and conditioned well enough to keep up with it. I mean, that's the whole reason that Terrell Owens basically wasn't welcome back in Philly is because he said, I wasn't the one getting sick on the field in the huddle. I wasn't the one gasping for breath at the end of that game. And here's the bitch of it. It's the truth. And Philly ran him out of town because of it. Because he spoke the truth. I mean, and then Randy Moss, I don't know how you can argue with Randy Moss. You really can't. And you put you put Randy Moss with an amazing quarterback, you get a record breaking season. I mean that's what happened with Tom Brady. That's what happened when he went to the Patriots. Who did he really have in fucking in 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 Minnesota? (laughs) Did Favre ever throw to him in Minnesota? No, he was gone by then. Or uh, did I say Yeah, you had Dante Culpepper. That's it. Right? Yeah. Was I mean, Warren Moon there at that time? Another another guy was going to be the savior for the Lions. You know, I'm trying to think if Warren Moon was there in his the year they went to the uh, NFC Championship and uh, the kicker who hadn't missed a fucking kick all season. Gary Anderson. Yeah, homeboy with the single bar. He'd been playing in the, in the fucking NFL so long. Uh, missed the fucking kick. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if that was Warren Moon or not. I don't think so. But I mean, I, I don't know. Those, those three, I don't, Ray Lewis, no discussion. I mean, the best, the best linebacker in the league for years at a stretch. And I mean, when people were saying linebacker, yeah, when people were saying his career was over in 09 is when he had his signature play had the snap count down, ran right through the line and blew up their quarterback. And I can't remember who they were playing, but I mean, that play, I remember watching it live as it happened, and I went, that's a motherfucker whose career is over with? I'll take him on my team. I'll take him. I mean, seriously. I will take him right now. I will give you any, any, any linebacker we have for him. Yeah. That's a guy who's lost a step? Yeah. Then that means when he had all his steps, he was playing like hundreds of miles above the best that the, the next best. So, yeah, and his career wasn't over for fucking what? Another 4 years after that? He played another 4 seasons? But yeah, cuz he played he retired after uh winning the Super Bowl and what? Uh after the 2012 season. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, dude, that's 4 9, 10, 11, 12, yeah, that's 4 fucking seasons and then won a Super Bowl. I mean, I I don't know how anyone can argue with it. I mean, they, and, and anyone who does, it's going to be, people are going to be, whoa, you know, he was involved in a murder and blah, blah, blah. Look, it's not the Hall of Fame for being a good human being and a good citizen of the, of the world. It's a Hall of Fame for playing football, professional football. That's why O.J. Right. Simpson's in there. Yeah, that's true. And he should be. As a professional football player, you know, O.J. Simpson, scumbag human being, 
amazing fucking running back. There's a murder hall of fame. He'd be in it too. Oh yeah, yeah. He'd be yeah. Oh yeah. He'd be first ballot. He'd be <laughs> part of the <laughs> inaugural class. Him, Jack the Ripper, uh, 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 Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, <laughs> Charlie Manson. He might actually show up to collect the fucking. <laughs> Instead of the bus, they have his mug shot. Who's an, oh, like uh, a, Robert Blake isn't another guy who didn't got away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't yep. got away with it. But yeah, I mean, I, so that's people who argue against these guys most likely don't like them. And it's like it doesn't matter if you like them or not. This isn't a. This isn't. We're not voting for Mister Congeniality. We're not voting for who do you want to have a beer with. We're voting for who is the best on the field. I mean, I look. Who's the I, best Lynch, at the football. Lynch is in that fucking group. I don't think Lynch is a first ballot Hall of Famer. I, I really don't. Uh, I'm going to struggle with that one myself. Because I'm looking at Steve Atwater. He's a lock. Steve Atwater was one of the most feared safeties in the league for many moons. Yeah. He was, he, he was in my opinion, the Ray Lewis of safeties. If you saw him running towards you you just kind of slid i mean as far as the safeties that are in this list it's to me it's atwater lynch brian dawkins that's that's how i would list them but i mean they're all jammed close together let's put it this way i would take any any of those guys as a rookie on my team and, and let them have their and let them have their career on my team. I, I I'd have no problem with whatever three I ended up with. But I mean, like Isaac Bruce, I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh no, uh-uh. you know, uh, Edron James, I don't think he's a first ballot running back. I don't think Edron James is a Hall of Fame running back. Period. I mean, I'm sitting here and it says, you know, this they're 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 giving us credentials, rushing champion twice, ten thousand yards from scrimmage. Faster than any player in history, and he had five seasons with at least fifty-one catches. Okay, that's yeah, that's a very good career. Is that Hall of Fame worthy? No. Did Did he get the ring with Peyton? No, Peyton didn't get it until he went to Denver. No, he got one in Indy, didn't he? No, he got them both in Denver. No, no, no. no. He left. He left the Colts in two thousand five. He went to the he went to the Cardinals in two thousand six. Two thousand six was a season the Colts won the Super Bowl. He was part of the he was part of the team that had the meltdown. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> okay, so he didn't get it when the Colts gotcha. He was yeah. huh. now, Whoops. Here's an interesting one. Ty Law. Yes. But I mean first ballot? Yes. Shut down corner his whole career. I mean he, he did he finish the, with the he same was the original shutdown corner, dude. Before Revis Island, before uh, what's his nuts in Seattle? Sherman. Sherman. Yeah, before them. He, I mean, he finished his career with the same amount of interceptions as Deion Sanders at the same right. position. As so, Hall of Famer Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Prime time. No, Ty, Ty Law is a 100% a Hall of Famer. Total shutdown corner. I mean, but God damn, dude. He played with the fucking... He played with the Patriots at the beginning of that fucking, well, of the, of the run they're still making. I uh-huh. mean, he was with them from 95 to 2004. I mean, that was the prime fucking years. That was like, you know, they hadn't, if they went to a Super Bowl, no, no, I take that back. Because they went to a Super Bowl in what, 96, and they lost against Green Bay. So he'd have been on that team. So, yeah, he lost one Super Bowl. 
But yeah, as far as the Belichick Patriots, that was the point where they went to the Super Bowl. They were winning that shit. It wasn't until they ran up against the Giants twice that <laughs> they actually lost one. <laughs> Which is like, huh? <laughs> right. So are we saying John Lynch next time? or I would say John Lynch next time. I mean, I would say Erlacher gets in next year. Lynch gets in next year. Brian Dawkins. I, I, I mean, only because you got three safeties. I mean, and, you know, I guess the only thing that, that might put Lynch in this year, in my mind, is, I mean, he was so integral to that Tampa 2 defense that everybody copied there for a, for a while in the league. But, I mean, it's just... Is that enough? I mean, I, I get it. The man was a fucking beast out there. As Sapp said, when he got drafted, and he, he, you know, first day of practice, he walked up to Lynch, and he's like, oh, you're that hitting white boy I heard about. You're knocking motherfuckers out and shit. And Lynch was just like, eh, yeah, that's me. So, I mean, his reputation, even just a few years in the, in the league, was already fucking set. But, I mean, how he... Was he dominant his entire career once he went to Denver? I mean, d- didn't he end with, like, didn't his career end due to injury? Yeah, but he still won a Super Bowl with Denver. He was in Denver for 2004 to 2007. They didn't win a Super Bowl in that, that, that period. I thought for sure he won a Super Bowl in Denver. Mm-mm. No, no, because I remember it when, when fucking they started, when Sapp and Lynch left, I was like, yep, that's it for that defense in Tampa as we've known it. I mean, I just, I, I was like, you know, eh, it, it, they're no longer elite. I mean, they, they just lost too many pieces in the span of like a two year period. And I, and that's when I remember when him and when him and Sapp left, I was like, that's, that's the, that's the final nail in the coffin of that defense being as dominant as it was. And he went to Denver and I just, I, for some reason I have a memory of him just constantly always fighting injuries in Denver, which I mean, dude, he had played fucking since ninety. His rookie year was ninety three. You know, he was an eleven year veteran when he went to Denver. So I mean, it's a long time to play in the NFL. So I can't fault him for his body starting to break down on him. I mean, you can still look at the man and see he's in good shape. I wouldn't want to meet him in a dark alley if he was pissed off at me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, and he's well, well older than me. And I just, I'm just, like, Mr. Lynch. I am sorry. For whatever I said, I am sorry. <laughs> Apologize, sir. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I Erla, I mean, Erlacher was fucking the face of the fucking Bears for a while there. Yes. I mean, you didn't say anything about the Bears without Brian Erlacher coming up within the first couple sentences. I mean, it, so <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I the, the locks for me are definitely Lewis, Moss, Owens. I think you can make a, a very strong case that, that Steve Atwater should be in there this year. And then it's, it's I wouldn't be shocked if the rest of the guys didn't get in, I, I mean, until the second second year of eligibility. So, I don't know. Right. But, I mean, we're, I, are, aren't we overlooking, like, Steve Hutchinson, though? I mean, I don't think we're overlooking him. I think he's in. Well, no, it's it, he. It's his first year of eligibility. He retired in 2012. I mean, I think he because of the position he played, he's not getting the fucking. It wasn't offensive and an offensive line. It seems like if you're an offensive lineman, it's just not a sexy position unless you're really a football fan. You just 
it, it seems like they get overlooked. But I mean, I remember him just being, especially with Minnesota, man. I mean, maybe it's because I, I got to watch him because he, he played the Lions so much in Minnesota. But I, I, he dude was just a beast on the offensive line. Absolutely was. Lions couldn't do shit against him. <laughs> I mean, I know that's not saying much. Uh-huh. Uh, shut up. <laughs> but, all right, so should we move on to the wild card week? Yeah. I mean, do we, is this where we do we want to talk about the game? Yeah, let's talk about the games. Then we'll get into the picks. Do we have to? Yes. Well, I mean, there's only four games. We could just fucking do the picks as we talk about the games. Yeah. Me, I mean, let me get the music queued up. Or dumb picks. Yeah. How did how did how did we finish the season? Well, I mean, fuck you, NFL, playing all the games at once. This is one of those contrarian moments. Like, you 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 don't want it on Thursday. You don't want it on Saturday. But then you don't want it all on Sunday. When would, when would, how does the NFL make you happy there, Iceman? Every fucking game at the same time didn't make me happy. They had a one o'clock slate and a four o'clock slate. Stop it. I think, I think they could have done a, they could have done a, a four o'clock and a, and a Saturday night game and they could have flexed the game to Sunday night. That's what I think they could have done. And I, and instead of jamming everything on one day and having no Sunday well, night. But if you really think college, about it, isn't that how it used to be though? Well, with all the college bowl games that have taken off, with I'm in the what the fuckings bowl. They all they had was Sunday. Well, I mean, I might be opening a can of worms with this, but it's just kind of the NFL going. We really don't want to compete with fucking college football. Like it's we really NFL don't want to go ahead. Not at we this time of year. <laughs> Not at we this can't. time. No, really, 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 Ice Man, really, really, really. Did you watch any of the Sunday games? Oh, you're right, Rich. Can of worms open. Yeah, but still, you're telling me that you think that college could even compete with. I mean, they're outnumbered, sure. There are more college teams than. The college bowl games compared to the week 17 NFL games? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there, there. You found the magic qualifier to shut me up. <laughs> it's not college the magic bowl qualifier. week? It's yes. I thought you meant as a whole. <laughs> I th- you you won't even give them a clean win. You're like, nah, you bounced that off the uprights. Yeah, yeah, you you got you got your field goal, but you bounced it off the uprights yeah. as a sloppy kick. <laughs> it's, it's it's really going to it's it's going to suck going back to not having my phone blowing up with you two arguing every Sunday. <laughs> oh, we're still gonna argue. I was thinking, there's got to be a podcast in there. But the NFL owns all that audio. So we can't do that. Uh, anyways, so the picks. All right, Rich. He gets his goddamn asterisk-free season on this one. You know, clean. This is his, this is his clean win. Boy, mm-hmm. Iceman. No asterisks. You know... I think math now favors you. I mean, there's no way you can. There's, I don't know. Well, the, oh, the, this is how I look at it. If you want to continue the the re, the record into the playoffs, that's fine. But just like the regular season, 
that to me it's its own it's its own entity. Regular season's over. There's the regular season. Where did he finish? And then we pick the playoffs. All right, we can do that. <laughs> this is this is rich way of trying to go. I still get a shot to beat him. Come on. No, no, chance, I just coach. I bro, I I'm self aware enough to know that when I'm outclassed and outmatched, to just tip my hat and go, there you go, you got it. I I have no delusions that I'm going to finish dead last by the time the Super Bowl's over with in the playoff picks. Just like I have no illusions where I was going to finish in fantasy football in the basement. Yes. All right. So third place, me. 170-111 on the regular season. 604. Again, above 600 people. Uh, Rich, 174 and 107. Finishing at 619. And in first, here's your stupid clean win. <laughs> 179-102. The Iceman at 637. As a whole, as a group, 523. <laughs> We're 523 and 320, and every winning percentage of 620. Take our shit to Vegas, people. Just saying. All right, so the playoffs. Wild card weekend. Who's playing who? Let's see here. Oh, uh-huh. right. Uh, Saturday, you got Tennessee heading into Arrowhead, taking on Kansas City. Oh, man. Sorry. Uh, I mean, this is it for Tennessee, right? Like, thanks for coming out. Mariota, you stumbled into the playoffs. But, yeah, I don't, I just don't, I'm not impressed by anything Tennessee has done all year. I'll take the Chiefs. I'm right there with you. I, I did, Tennessee is uh, they are not the 2005 Steelers they are not going to be the wild card team that runs the table and wins the Super Bowl I just nope I give me the Chiefs <laughs> yeah the Titans are looking around going wait where are we uh, how, how did this oh, happen <laughs> playing extra football what hey, Mr. Reed I'm sorry Here, here's the ball I, I got a bus to catch <laughs> give me the Chiefs yeah. How many guys in the Titans had to call and, and cancel their tea times? Yeah, no, right. <laughs> like, like I wasn't planning on this. Shit. All right. Next up, Ooh. Falcons. Ooh. Heading to L.A. This will be interesting. No, not really, because I think the Falcons are going to lose. Give me the Rams, man. Even though they went down. Undefeated Jimmy G. <laughs> Undefeated as a starter. He has Nobody lo- even played from L.A. He has not lost a game. <laughs> I don't even think their second strings played in L.A. They had the practice squad out there. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> hey, we got walk-ons. Wait a minute. It's the NFL. We don't have walk-ons, but we got them out there somehow. Yeah. yeah. They were doing make a wish shit on Sunday. Hey, seriously, come play for the Rams. Pull fans out of the stands and shit. They're like, you were gracious enough to show up. You get to go play. Yeah, they they had some cerebral palsy kid with fucking crutches out there. 
<laughs> Looking like the son from Breaking Bad and shit. Like, hold up, hold up. Trying to keep up with the play. Uh, I'll take quarterback. <laughs> Blind kid is a fucking quarterback. Threw it to the ref. <laughs> you know, if if Rudy wanted to play in the NFL, that was his chance. He could have just shown up. <laughs> <laughs> Week 17 in the NFL is definitely that shot. Yeah. That's effort caught a quarter fucking touchdown. Come on now. Oh Christ! Um, yeah, I, 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 Rams. I have no fucking faith in the Falcons. Um, I, I you know, I, I just, I, I gotta run with the Rams. I've been fucking singing their praises since week two. Yeah, and dance with the curse person that brought you. Exactly. I mean, same thing. I would feel the same way about the Eagles, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Nick Foles is going to lead him to the promised land. I just don't. But that's for next week. But yeah, uh, give me the Rams. Uh, guys, this isn't as cut and dry as it looks. This is going to be a coin flip. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with the Rams because they're good enough to get it home. I mean, they have a hell of a defense, and that might stop Matt Ryan. But I, I it's that's going to be the game. Out of this, all of these wild cards, that's the game. I'm going to go with the Rams, but meh. It's going to be a good game. Alright. So Sunday. Buffalo heading to Jacksonville. And that's going to be about it for Buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) That's how come the fans were cheering so hard when they made the playoffs, because they knew... That's their moment. Just happened to get one more week. So they were (laughs) juiced. So we are in Detroit. Hey, we get an extra week. All right. But they're just bummed that they're not at home, so they can't set each other on fire and throw each other through tables in the parking lot before the game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, really, the superior team here in this matchup is the Jaguars. I never thought that sentence would ever come out of my mouth. (laughs) So Wait, I just say rewind the tape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me the Jags. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to say this once again. When I lived in New York, I lived in Central New York. What people who live in New York City call upstate, because everything that's not New York City is upstate to people in, in, in yes. NYC. Um, but it was it was very much Central New York, and it was just lousy with Buffalo Bill fans. You could not go any... It was well after they should have put the starter jackets away. They were still wearing Bill's starter jackets. I mean, it... it, So I kind of feel bad for their fan base. (laughs) But this Jaguars team at home, I don't... I don't... uh Uh-uh. I don't think the Bills have got it in them. I think this is... Stock up on beer, guys. You're gonna need it by halftime. That's what that's what I'm thinking. Give me the Jaguars. Oh uh, yeah, that the reason they cheered so loud because that was their Super Bowl. Big they time. Said, they were like, okay, if we do get it, who are we playing? Jaguar. Oh shit. Well, let's cheer this win like we already won the Super Bowl because <laughs> this is about as far as we're going, boys. Well, one of the things we didn't cover is that Bills fans have been putting into some sort of account $17 per fan to send 
to uh, uh, oh, oh shit, who's uh, Cincinnati starting quarterback Dalton? Yeah, yes, yeah, to send them for thanking them for their win that that, that that got them into the fucking playoffs. I'm like, that's pretty bad. That's pretty fucking bad, man. <sighs> Interesting. It was a terrible, terrible play that got him in. Fucking Weddle and the entire Ravens defense were sitting there waiting. And he just found a soft spot, turned around, and took off. (laughs) It's like, how did that happen? We don't know. Well, the mayor of Buffalo sending wings down to Cincinnati. So, you know, there's your compensation. There's your solace. Bengals fans, <laughs> you got Marvin Lewis, but you you get wings. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the NFC South has to be the best division in football, right? Seventy-five percent oh. of it is going to the playoffs. It's the only Except for di- one team. Yeah. Three out of the four teams in the NFC South are playing extra football this year, and two of them are playing Sunday afternoon. Panthers heading to. New Orleans, I, I, quite honestly, I, I mean, let's look at You look at them on paper, they're fucking even, man, except for points four. Saints have a much more high-powered offense, and they're at home. Give me the fucking Saints. Cam Newton's going to be crying like a little biznitch. Hope he brings his Peter Pan outfit this week. <laughs> His huggy bear outfit. Yeah. Uh, this is why I'm going to lose uh, as far as picks in the playoffs. Because I just got a gut feeling and I'm going to run with it. I, I think it's the Panthers. I, I, I know that Drew Brees has more experience, but with more experience comes the mileage that, that you need to put on your body for that experience. And that division's been a fucking just a, except for except for the Bucks, it's just been a fucking slugfest this this season. And I I don't know, my gut's telling me Panthers are going to win this game, so I'm going to go with it. In the Panthers. Well, I'm just to backtrack for a minute. Definitely picking the Jags. They got the coach. They are a contender. Absolutely, can't wait to see how far they go. That being said, I also said the sun is set on Drew Brees. I was proven wrong. Good job. That being said, it's nighttime. (laughs) Okay, Saints, you're all done. Go home. Nobody wants you anymore. Whoa, you mean I'm I'm not on an island? I'm not on an island out here with this pick? I, I, I really don't think so. Cam Newton came out and said it's time to either put up or shut up. I think this day, this game, he has a very good chance of putting it up. And he has a defense to shut down anything the Saints bring. Is it going to happen? I mean, anything can happen on any given Sunday. But uh, I got to think the Panthers have at least a shot to get past the Saints. New Orleans Saints points against this year. 326. And then you have Chris with his piece of paper. Carolina Panthers. <laughs> this year, points against 327. 
Yeah, really. Only the piece of paper with the results of their performance this year. Yeah, you're right. But you, you keep looking for the other piece of paper that says injury report, where they lost Luke Keekley, where they lost their other linebacker. Both are going to be playing Sunday. Yeah, guys that don't score points. No, the ones to keep them from scoring points. Those guys. Defense wins championships. Just ask Tampa. Well, they let one more point in than New Orleans because points against were 327. Mm-hmm. New Orleans. Sunday paper. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. Speaking of catches, did you guys peep that Notre Dame catch nope. that won the game? Mm-hmm. Can't say that it did. Oh, my God. Other than the Ravens game with the catch, everybody was standing around going, did he catch that? Did he catch that? Where'd he go? He's in the end zone. The Notre Dame catch was the catch of of the bowl season so far. Well, I mean, you'd only have one more game left, so. Well, I'm saying out of all the bowl games, this was the catch. Miles Boykin, it was was a one-handed catch. It was the Citrus Bowl. They were down. And this kid just made, uh, it was the catch of the Bulls season. It really was. All right. So first show, 2018. Anything else we want to cover? Uh, I don't know. Not really. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't have anything. Uh, yeah. That, uh, national title is Alabama and Georgia. Shocking. Okay. Who's going to win the national title? Pick that. Oh, God. Alabama. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Bama because Saban. That's my answer. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I they're both the best teams money can buy in college football. So what am I supposed yeah, to say? Both in the SEC. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You are you are not competitive in the SEC without having dirt on your hands. There's all there is to it. Just because you you ain't caught them doesn't mean it ain't happening. All right? And when you do catch them, it's not the first time they've done it. All right? It's like when you catch a bitch cheating on you. It ain't the first time. It's just the first time you caught her. So I just, I I, I mean, at this point, I hate to say it. It's just, I, I, Bama's bought better players. Their boosters spend more money. I mean, this is what? Third national championship appearance in a row for Bama? I mean, I to me, I'm just like, yep, I, they rolled Clemson. Jesus Christ, they got they got a they got one of their big men in there on a fucking receiving touchdown in the end zone. Homeboy was seriously leaving like foot long or foot foot deep fucking holes in the ground because he was running so hard to get to that fucking end zone. I mean, dude, when you're doing shit like that, that's a confident team. That's a team that's playing with with supreme confidence and. To be absolutely honest with you, they had their one stumble this season. They had their scare, and they have the coach to go, that's what happens. Now listen to me, and I'll take you to the promised land. And I've done it before. And I just, I don't know. I, I, I just don't think, I, I don't think George is on that level. George is on that level in, in many aspects, but uh, <laughs> not, not just uh, because it's Georgia, but their coach what was the defensive coordinator under Nick Saban three years ago. (laughs) 
So uh, is it any wonder, I guess you could say. But I don't know. The the Alabama defense, like you said, it, it they, oh my goodness. Oof. Uh, I don't, it, sh- it should be a hell of a game. Uh, both Georgia and Alabama were ranked number one at different times this season. I, I don't know. The, the trouble they had with Oklahoma, the way they, they took that knockout punch and came back and beat them anyway, they're resilient. So, I mean, they could take the best Alabama has to offer and, and overcome it. Maybe. I don't know. It's going to be a hell of a game. Yeah, there should be one worth watching. Yeah, you'd, you'd probably want to watch this one. Once it on, March 1st. <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> no, because Saban did come out and say that he thinks they should schedule it based on what's best for the players rather than uh, the TV and the media. Uh, well, okay. First of all, I give a fuck what Saban's got to say. I mean, I, dude, fucking Harbaugh took a, a, a beating because he said they need to expand the playoffs to more teams. And I think a lot of the beating he took was simply because it's Harbaugh. And I think uh, Saban saying that people are giving it they're just they're, they're giving it weight because it's it's Saban saying it and I'm just like I don't give a fuck what you got to say dude you look play your booster bought team and enjoy your national championships yeah if Saban came out and said you know we shouldn't have to play until the national championship and just sit here and wait for whoever to win and we'll face them people would actually sit and go yeah, you know, that's pretty. That's a pretty good idea. They shouldn't have to play. They should just sit there and wait. Because <laughs> it's Saban that said it. <laughs> I mean, I, th- this is what? It's the first team since FSU to play three years in a row for the national championship. I'll be I mean, so, you, you know, people are going to give validity to his statement, whether it is deserved or not. <clears throat> I mean, to me... I would think, basically, it should go the week before the Super Bowl, you have the Pro Bowl, and the week before the Pro Bowl, you have the National Championship game. I would say, if you want, if you want to give, do like, do like you do with fucking pro football. Give the guys a couple weeks between, between the conference championship games and and the Super Bowl, but. They're not doing that. So and have the world's shittiest All Star game in between. Exactly. That no player wants to play in. None whatsoever. They just yeah, yeah. It used to be they just wanted the free trip to Hawaii. Now it's like where the fuck is the Pro Bowl? Orlando or some shit? I think they they didn't they put it back to Hawaii. They were like, Oh, this isn't gonna work at all. That's how I <laughs> That's how much I don't care about the Pro Bowl. Because <laughs> well, well, I think nobody wanted to go there. That was the thing is, what's not in Hawaii anymore? And everyone was backing out. Well, I mean, dude, hey, congratulations. You've been selected to the Pro Bowl in Orlando. What? Am I being punished for something? Why do I have to go to <laughs> yeah. Florida? I was, yeah. <laughs> I didn't talk shit to the commissioner this year. Why? Well, I got to go there. I, oh, oh, did one thing. One thing we didn't talk about. Did we talk about last week? Did we talk about fucking uh, uh, Harrison and going to the Patriots? Yeah, we talked about that last week. Okay, yes. and did, I can't remember. Did he re- did did his statement? Did we talk about his statement in re- in response to his te- you know former teammates going, you know, oh, we're kind of butthurt about this and blah 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 blah. And he was like, I didn't sign with the team to be to sit on the bench and be a cheerleader. I signed with the team to play. 
and you weren't going to play, and they weren't playing me. So fuck all y'all. Yeah, I mean, is anybody shocked by that? Nope. You don't sign James Harrison, put him on the bench. Well, he asked, like I said last week, he asked to be released early on in the season. They said, look, you want to play your younger talent? I understand that. Let me go. And the team said, no, no, we got a role for you. My role's the leader on the bench. Yeah, we got a role for you. Anybody who knows James Harrison's playing style knows that his, no, it's not going to be on the bench. Ben's thirsty. Go get him a Gatorade. (laughs) James, go to the store. Yeah, that just... Yeah, when he when he when he came out and said all that, I was like, that's pretty much what I thought. And I once again, the the Steelers, I I don't know what they were thinking. Of course, he's going to go sign with the Patriots if he wants one more Super Bowl ring or a shot at one more Super Bowl ring before he retires. The fucking would think he's going to go Cleveland. Yeah, he wasn't signing with Detroit. He wasn't signing with fucking. Oh, so he could so he could play one game. And then go back and, and then go back to bench pressing buses or whatever he does in the off season. <laughs> got time to rebuild. <laughs> she <laughs> ripping babies' heads off and drinking their stem cells to stay young. <laughs> no, <right>? whatever, <laughs> whatever the fuck he does. Goes to abortion clinics and eats their garbage. <laughs> Come on, dude. Haloti, Nada, Dwight Freeney, James Harrison behind him. Stop it. Once again, <laughs> once again, it's like God's waiting room. I mean, it, it, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like they're all like, "Oh, I can't have salt or sugar." No, oh, if it, it fucks me up, fucks my blood pressure, my my diabetes. That's so. a badass team in two thousand and eight, <laughs> not two thousand and eighteen. <laughs> like, shit, uh, if you told me half those guys are still playing in twenty eighteen, I'd be like, "Wow, you shitting me." Even their cat looks at him. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to wrap it up. Unless you, is that it, guys? Have we addressed everything in the sports yeah. world that we've wanted to address this week? Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, 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 it's all about football this week. That's just all there is to it. Yeah. If you're new to the show, we do talk about more than football. But this week, not so much. It's like January... Most January, for pretty much the January shows are like all football, from what I've noticed. Oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Before we sign off, Rich, I can't let you get off. Seriously, dude. Thanks for coming out, Wolverines. Jesus Christ. Didn't we do that already? No. Didn't I shit, didn't I shit on my own team enough? What? You got to no. shit. You lost to the Gamecocks, dude. Yeah. Oh. Yes. This is- and then you let him off the hook. <laughs> This is why I don't want fucking Jesus and khakis in A2 anymore. I'm sorry. You are, you are not everything that you claim to be. And here's mm-hmm. the bitch of it. When I dug up that interview where he said he's not even worth the money they're paying him, he didn't claim to be that. This is the fan base. This is the fan base going, this is our guy, whatever. It's going to get better. All I can do is hope they're right. Because I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone at U of M has the balls to cut fucking... First of all, Harbaugh's not going anywhere for at least one more season. He goes out there and has a 3-9 and nine season. I imagine it's over with. I can't imagine nice. the, the defense to him. Yeah, he hasn't earned the right to have a 3-9 and nine season and still have a job at Michigan. But this is why I didn't want... I don't want him there. Your name ain't Antonio. 
I mean, it's all there is to it. Look, he he's overachieved every place he's been, and he's he was given everything that fucking he said he wanted, and he's underachieved with it. It's white football privilege. I don't know what the hell it is. But well, I mean, I'll tell you. Y'all are up in Michigan, so y'all could sit there and argue with each other. And yeah, you're right. He shouldn't. Yeah, well, he could be. I'm here in Kansas. Well, I, mean, I had a room full of people looking at me going, it's a, dude, it's a boy. what happened to your team? <laughs> I was, they were like, you were just winning like five minutes ago. What I, happened? The answer is nothing happened to your team. That's the same team all along. They got exposed. You know what happened? To, yeah, they were to winning. Me, the perfect example of what the fuck happened is the kicker grabbing his crotch and acting like a badass. Dude, you ain't earned the right to. You ain't earned the right to walk around with that much swagger. Sit down and shut up. (laughs) Exactly. You're not playing for a fucking... You're not playing to keep going and keep playing next week. All right? This is the the compensation bowl. They shouldn't even have been on a fucking New Year's Day bowl, period. They should have been MSU playing on New Year's Day. Yeah, wasn't it the Outback Bowl or whatever? I, I, I don't know. I okay, be honest, an onion and a fillet at the team dinner. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm just like, uh, I, I'll tell you what, I, I think his brother's on more of the hot seat than he is at this point. I think, I think John Harbaugh in, in Baltimore. I, I think whatever magic he was that his first five seasons there, he. He cast, and he had that team running and motivated. I think he's lost that team. So, I, and and to be honest with you, I'm not convinced that fucking Jesus and Khakis in Ann Arbor has ever really had any of the teams he's coached so far up here. Because they sure as fuck don't play like it when it's the big games. I mean, that's all there is to it. I haven't seen it against OSU. I haven't seen it against... Okay, they won one game against State. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. But, I mean, winning record... Against teams with a winning record, against teams with who are ranked, horrible. The record's horrible. So it's what I expected, man. I did not expect them to win that game, and it's, it was an embarrassing loss. Unfortunately, Michigan fans aren't yeah. embarrassed. I am, <laughs> yeah, that one but was. the I am, but the Walmart Wolverines aren't. The cocks ran up in your ass, mm-hmm. dude. You were in a bowl where there was a blooming onion running around being chased by a coconut shrimp. <laughs> And you couldn't win that one. <laughs> You're done, dude. <laughs> wow, man. They even gave the itinerary of the fucking Bloomin' Can Onion guy. That's how bad that bull game was. Oh, you go out and get your picture with the Bloomin' Onion. Alright. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening, for downloading, sharing. A lot of new listeners. Thank you. Appreciate it. Tell your friends if you like it. Alright, we don't get into the X's and O's, we get into the stuff that kind of crosses more into the, uh, you know, the, in, into regular life, you know, but then, you know, this week too, we talk a shitload of football, but thanks for listening, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Sporty Podcast, you can email the show if you like what we're saying, if you disagree with us, or whatnot, Sporty at ChristopherMedia.net, make sure you rate us, review us, because that helps people tell us about it, and we will catch you next week. Later, guys. Peace out, y'all. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. 
please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.